Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rise of Drekus, Chapter 3, Episode 2. Are you? How are y'all doing today? My favorite players in the whole wide world. Hey. Doing pretty well. Doing pretty good, you know? Happy to be here. Good, good. Glad to see everybody is here and alive and well. <clears throat> what happened last time? I would never miss the d well, not. what happened last time was we found out that McTacky is uh, an anomaly when it comes to Roll20. He's just uh, unlucky. He's just unlucky. Uh, uh, How is this we just found this out? Well, we confirmed it, you know? Sometimes you gotta do some experiments just to see, <laughs> and we, we confirmed it. Uh, you you know, know, all of the data we've had in the past, you know, it's, it's obviously just outliers. Mm -hmm, well, it yeah. turns out the outliers just McTacky himself. Yes. It's unfortunate. It's outliers. He's unlucky. Um, now, uh, I, I believe at the start of the last episode, we introduced our characters, but there were audio issues, and it never got stored to the VOD. So um, why don't we start off this session, before our recap, reintroducing our characters for the, the, the technical problems we had last week. And why don't we start with good old Bill. Bill, how you doing? Who are you? Who are you playing today? What's the happy hap? No. Hello everyone, I'm Quantum Mech. Uh, I'll be playing Woodsy Bill, the Ranger. Um, you, because you guys did not get the wonder of hearing this last week, uh, <sighs> last week Neil just only introduced us as our characters, so there might have been some confusion. Um, mm. But that's okay, mm -hmm. resolving it this week. Mm -hmm. uh, but Bill is a just under middle-aged man. Um, he spent his whole life uh, just kind of living out, living out small town, living that hunter life. Um, and uh, you know he's got he's got a bunch of kids. He's got got a bit of the dad bot going on, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like you know, he just got hunting. That's all this is is big hunting trip. And um, and Woodsy Bill, uh, you're a, a experienced ranger. You're like fifth level or something. Um, yeah, and yet you like didn't that. serve in the Drakissian army during the war for Arcadia. What? Why not? Yeah, it, crazy, crazy coincidence. You know, just like every time they happen to be in the area, just like looking for more people. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm out hunting. Like, if, if, if you can find me, like, yeah, sure. But it, it's real weird how it worked out. Just like every single time it just happened to be gone. Mm. I, gotta feed the family you know like nothing whenever, you can do about it whenever the recruiters showed up you were just conveniently not available to be recruited and without cell phones what are they gonna do yeah what are they gonna do there, there's literally nothing you can do there's mm. no way at all to get a hold of me like and they're not gonna wait like the week that they've got better things to do like go fill out stupid paperwork or something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but tell me if you've been avoiding, coincidentally, the army for, for all these years, why is it that Woodsy Bill is involved in this exploration to Bravo? Well, um, you see the Bill's eldest child, uh, as any good teenager would, decided that living out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere is boring. So he moved mm -hmm. to the big city, and as any good teenager would, he immediately fell in with the best people he could find, which mm. were very sketchy and uh you know stealing is cool and whatnot and if stealing is cool so is uh smuggling and uh they 
convinced him to smuggle something into town. You know, it's just it's just some harmless like drugs or something. You know, Dad, mm-hmm. uh, uh, someone died because of it, and uh, someone someone died because of it. It's a, a few. And a few super. It was only you know the Mistrian assassin who was accidentally smuggled in, who proceeded to go murdering you know, clerics just, and nobles. That's, that's just details, all right. That's just details. How how is he supposed to know? Like he thought it was drugs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just he's just a teenager. He doesn't know it better. Mm. So uh, basically, to save his son from the gallows, um, you know, no march to the scaffold for him. Bill has volunteered to take up this suicide mission to go map out this island, this new perspective island for the Trakissian Empire. Mm, all right. Excellent. Uh, and you're the ranger, so it's your job mm-hmm. to sort of keep everybody alive in the woods, yep. make sure people you can know get what? places. I did a great job of that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, as being the only person left alive after our very first encounter, I would say I'd have a 100% perfect track record of keeping the party from not being dead. That's true. Permanently. 100%. You did it perfectly. Excellent. All right, next up in our character list is going to be Sunny. Who are you? Who are you playing? And tell us a little bit about you. Uh, I'm not going to remember how to do this 100% as the first time, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Sunny. Um, I'm a lady. I am 25. I have five kids, so I've been pumping them out for quite a while. My husband was the fastest man alive and um, lieutenant in the Drakissian army. Uh, his name was Lance. He was the one who heroically saved Imric and his brothers in the assault on Scoria's lair. <clears throat> I was home watching the kids. My father was the greatest fighter before, of course, uh marshall william marshall the now greatest fighter in all of the land mm-hmm. um and he's taught me uh swordsmanship for, from a young age i mastered the sword and i am the first what is it called neil high master i am the first high master at fifth level unseen mm. unknown um just a my five kids natural talent with a, a blade in hand a pure natural talent. I was home watching my five kids because Lance wasn't very good with the kids. So, Scoria burned down our farm. I don't have anything else to do. I want a better life for my kids and my family. So I made a deal with uh, Sir Imric McGarry himself for um, him to talk to the noble families and send my kids to various noble families' homes. Their names are <clears throat> Billy. Billy. There's two Phillies. One's a male, one's a female. Uh, Benny, <laughs> Betty, and Nick. So, Imric McGarry sent these kids around to various noble houses to um, have a better life. And I'm oh. now uh, in charge of the protection company of the Bravo Assault uh, under Imric McGarry's direct order. And here's a little hint. Like, you know, Sunny, she's got kind of a crush on Imric. Her husband's oh. dead. She's looking for a man, and um, his oh. suave, wizarding ways kind of got her uh, hot and bothered. So oh. Stay tuned for that. So you're telling me that that Sunny here, despite being the very finest swordsman in all the land, practically, a, a pure, natural talent with this 
uh, didn't fight in the war. Or she she did not participate in the war when her skills were needed. Like, she, couldn't she hire a nanny or something? No. Uh, family's very important to Sonny. And mm. Lance was shit with the kids. The kids didn't really, you know, take to him as well. Mm. Lance doesn't know how to maintain a farm. But he ran so fast that um, <laughs> he just ran quickly into her heart. So, Oh, well, that's adorable. All right. Um... Great. Next up, Hank. Who are you? Who are you playing? Why are you in, in Bravo? Man, uh, my name's Will. You know, if you don't know me, that's unsurprising. I'm never here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Hank. You know, Hank was, uh, he's just a bard. You know, he was traveling around during the war, war, you know, just keeping people's spirits up, you know, going place to place, making sure people had all the things they needed, all the things that were needed to go, went away. Things that needed to come in came in, you know, and he was just living a great life, you know, nice bald headed, singing songs, having a good life. And, you know, it was just all good. You know, everything was good. There's no problems. Uh, mm -hmm. He worked through everything and everything went perfectly every time, mm -hmm. you know, and everything mm -hmm. was good. And there was literally no problems at all. No, nothing went wrong. So why are ever. you here? Uh, because, you know, I'm here to help out. You know, they... At the end of the day, the, the nobles are probably like, man, you sing such great songs. You're so good at inspiration. These people are going to this new place. They just need some good inspiration. And I was very happy and totally on board with their plan. And uh, we, we got here. Um, it went very well. Yeah. Did you, did, you, did you do similar services for the Empire during the war? Oh, yeah. We did a lot of services during the war. Um, for the Empire, I would say, yeah, I think it's, it bettered the Empire at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think at the end of the day, we were all much better for the services that I provided and um, not so not only allocated resources in the pl correct places and you know made sure that um, I made the right introductions. Everything went really well for me. You know, the Empire, you know, they might not have known about everything I was doing all the time, but, you know, I think it bettered them in the long haul. You know, it was behind the scenes, kind of in the shadows, and everything mm -hmm. went perfectly every time. Excellent. So you're you're just an eager volunteer to go to a far off distant land that no one's ever seen or yes. heard of, where it's That's filled right. with dangers and monsters, and you're going to be stuck here for a year with no way to get home or way to change your mind. What's what? Just out of the kindness of your heart. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Because there's no problems and everything's going swell, and we're very happy to be here. That is great. correct. Great, great, mm -hmm. great. Um. That's fantastic. Next up, last but not least, is Daniel. Who are you and who are you playing today and why are you in Bravo? Hey, I'm Takia. I'm admin of uh, the Koibu Wiki, but um, today I'm playing Daniel. He's just a surveyor who also makes board games, who was falsely accused of espionage and thrown in the dungeons. And then they sent him to Bravo. Me. Why would they accuse you of espionage falsely? Well, they well they did find some classified map in his cottage that were from the Royal Library of what wartime movement troop movements. And um, why might there have been such a thing in your your cottage? Well, he was working on a new board game based on the War for Arcadia, and mm. uh, he needed up to date information. And you just needed some up-to-date information, so you broke into the, <clears throat> the the Royal Library and 
stole the maps of the the war plans in order to build a, a board game? No, no, he's innocent, totally innocent. Ah, uh, so they just happened to fall in your your cottage somehow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, why are you here now? <clears throat> because of my expertise with Bravo and my mapping abilities, they uh, gave me a deal that I would uh, commit my sentence if I were to go on the mission and use my uh, mapping skills and knowledge of Bravo, severely out of date, mm -hmm. uh, on this mission. Because um, I know Bravo before the current era, before it became a jungle. Right, right. Back back when it was a much larger land dominated by a great plain um, with just a few woodsy areas. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so Bill is here to provide a better life for his kids, you know, because they're they're in a tough spot and he wants them to... I'm sorry, no, Bill is here because his son's fucked up and uh, is going to get executed unless Bill spends a year of his life in Bravo. And Sunny's here because she's trying to provide a better life for her kids. And there's a lot of kids and they're going to live noble lives after she comes and does this. And Daniel's here because he was thrown in jail for allegedly stealing classified documents to improve his games. Mm. And Hank is here out of the goodness of his heart. Mm -hmm. Yes. Excellent. Goodness. Okay. Where right. were you earlier then, Hank? Why are you here now, out of the goodness of your heart? Um, well, you know, sometimes things just happen and you, you know, you're just, you're doing so much good in the background that you just don't need to come to the foreground. And, uh, Makes you sense. know, that's just how that goes from time to time. Okay. So, uh, that's just, it is just what it is, you know? Um, so much goodness, all the good things. No, like I said before, no problems. Everything's great. Everything's going great. Happy to be here. I'm a prodigy. Don't forget it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, you well, know, I'm also a prodigy. I can, uh, you know, I don't know where I was going with that. I'm sorry. I got to <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that we know who we are and who we're playing today, can someone Me. fill us in, in on what happened last week? I'll tell you what happened last week. Last week... Me and the crew, um, with our leader, Hank, showed up in Bastion. We were teleported by the most devilish, handsome wizard in all of the world, Imric McGarry. Uh, he teleported us, pulled devilish. into his bag when he realized we didn't have any money, and he just pulled out a fuckload of gems and just handed it to us like it meant nothing to him because he's that rich. Um, we talked to the halflings... They don't give a fuck about the empire that's here. They tell us a little bit about it, but they're, you know, they're just farmers. They're farming, they're happy, they're living their lives, they're eating their food. However, they do have an orc problem. So they, every week, uh, go and fill up these sheds so the orcs can come and raid them and take the food, but nobody dies, so everybody's very mm -hmm. happy. We start uh, to go off into Ayu, and we run into a new monster that we've never seen before that basically has bones that are razor sharp for arms. We do a uh, quick attack, and three of us go down, but we manage to kill everyone. Hank is in the forest alone, handling it. He meets a uh, goblin. Mm. Oh, sorry. Bill is in the forest alone, go. handling it. Mm. He meets a goblin. Uh, the goblin ends up healing us. And now they're our minion, and we all serve the Lord Dub. 
this goblin's mm. deity who heals us. All right. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Hmm. Right? We feed him the quesadilla. Yeah, yeah we feed him us. quesadillas, and uh, he's a big fan. Dub does yes, seem to uh, be very interested in those quesadillas. Oh, Dub's the Mata. god. I'm sorry, Dub's the Mata. leader. Mott. My, my mistake. Mata. Yeah. Well, if Dub's interested too, that's fine. Mm -hmm. yeah, who doesn't love a good quesadilla? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Come on. Okay. Well, um, wh and where did we end up? Where did we leave off? At the edge of a river on the way to yep. Ayu. Yep. I had gotten in the river, and nothing bad happened. So. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Nothing bad. It's happened. not the Death River. Lucky. Okay. What's that on the screen? Uh, I was just trying to move something, a marker to the GM layer, but it showed up on the token layer first. But... That's gonna kill us. Oh, that's gonna be like a us. fucking robot. Uh, are you you're just fine. marking the dwarven entrance? Right? Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I'm just marking where yeah. the dwarven entrances are. It's fine. I wouldn't worry about it. It's safe. It's safe to go in the water, kids. It's <laughs> safe. I'm going in. I have swimming proficiency. Well, absolutely. I, we all do. Yeah, what loser wouldn't take swimming? <laughs> I swear to God, I'm never gonna go in a campaign and not take it because if I did, he would fuck me and I would be mad at myself, not him. <laughs> the one time you don't take it's the time you need it and then you'll sit there and just forever forever mm -hmm. well, well yeah I can take it one time and he killed me with a siren <laughs> well as <laughs> see you don't need a swimming proficiency anyone it's well, fine well I'm sorry but we gotta temper McTacky you could have taken it. You could have not taken it. You would have died regardless. <laughs> actually, actually, if it I wasn't thought... a siren, it would be something else. I, I died twice for... that episode, actually. The exactly. first time was I put a portable hole in a, another portable hole and made an explosion. And I didn't know it was a, it was a like large long box. And I didn't know that it was a two-dimensional space. Uh, question before we go. Well, uh, McTacky, you know, I think it'd be easier if you listed the ways you haven't been killed yet. Maybe <laughs> we just go in that uh, direction. I haven't been stabbed by a town guard. Hey! Wow. New things to learn! Yet! <laughs> yet. yet. There you go. Alright, let's get into it. Alright, so let's we're here. Skedaddle. Go to our map. We're at this river near Ayu. We're going to Ayu because it's one of these towns that we're going to try and sort out, you know, figure out where things are. Um, I believe someone had made a rough plan of Bastion to Ayu to Solvang to Ember's Keep to Uma to Yaka to Riki. That was the rough plan. And back to Bastion. Yeah, we'll, we'll sort it out as yeah. we go along. <laughs> I think we need to reevaluate that plan. Mm -hmm. I think Ayu back to Bastion, I think that's, that's good. We did a good map <laughs> expedition right there. I do need to travel around a little for the map. I'm just saying. <laughs> a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, here we are in the jungle. There's a river 600 feet wide or something like that. And, you know, who's got surveyor's tools here to figure out how wide that river is? It's impossible to know the actual width of the river at this point in time. It's just I literally have a surveyor's tools on my back. No one knows how to use these things. <laughs> Distances, what are they? Math, what are we? Uh, I've got... Sage knowledge mapping. These things are unknowable <laughs> to the people, but it is a great river that might have you to be crossed. I'll, I'll take out the table and get uh, my plumb bob and uh, 
put the table down and I'll work out the uh, length of the, the width. How wide's the river? Uh, it's actually 900 feet. Yeah. Thank you. That's swimmable, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? People swim miles sometimes. People have swum the English Channel. You could do it. That's well, not the ask... distance that's going to kill you. I'll ask Mata. Mata, why is mm. this called Death River now that we're here? doesn't seem harmful. I went in there earlier. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm a lady. Why is it called Death River? It doesn't seem harmful. I, I went in there earlier. Oh. Um. No. Death water is, 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 um, the big water. Big water is dead death water. Oh, so this is fine. Uh, this is other death water. This is, um, uh, sharp tooth? Like piranha? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> like... Uh, with big teeth. Like, um, handbag teeth. Handbag teeth? What do you mean mm-hmm. by handbag teeth? You you know bag? Uh, mm-hmm. When bag was alive, have teeth in water. Green? Oh. With bump? Green. Oh, Long bump. mouth? Long oh. nose. Long body. Oh. oh. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, oh, uh, handbag. Oh, that's one of those fancy bags. Mm. Wow. Mm. So maybe we... How long does it take to go around? Um... Week? Too weak. Huh. That's a lot of time. Uh, that is a lot of time. Um. Hmm. Well. So. What are we thinking, everybody? Do we want to try to outswim the giant handbags, or do we want to go go around for two weeks? Well, Can we build that... a boat. Oh, we don't own a boat, sorry. We could well, build one out of bamboo, right? Oh, yeah, well, we could maybe. build one. We could try we could to do that. So many so. things out of bamboo. <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you all, though. Uh, I, you know, when I was packing my bag to come here, I forgot the rope. Uh, so does anyone have mm-hmm. any rope? I know. I'm pretty no, sure you I can, do. You can use bamboo. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, t- I have unfortunately rope. my my rope use proficiency I don't know if that covers using bamboo to, oh no uh, you can make rope out of bamboo you just gotta cut it real thin it'd be more of twine at that point than rope but you you get up there and like split it in half then you can just like start shaving the bamboo yeah Shave you know how to do off. this I mean, I've thought about it a lot since we got here. You know, I've, <laughs> I've never had the opportunity to try it. I just talked to this one guy a couple of years ago, and he's talking about all the stuff that you could do with bamboo together. Well, you, you know. can get bamboo in Arcadia. Sure, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Yes, absolutely. Sure. I heard I a mean, story not, about that I've one never, time. I hadn't seen it before, but this guy knew what he was talking about, obviously. Like, uh. I mean, I, that's that's 
how I built that amazing lean-to ah, in just one night. Better to mm -hmm. stay here for two days than walk a week. And then a week well, back. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's got to get narrower at some point, right? Like, it, it can't stay this wide forever. It's also dangerous to just even walk through here. I think, I think it's dangerous to even off. just stand here. I, yeah. uh... I'm pretty sure we'll be in equal amounts of danger if we stay or if we walk. Yeah. I'm fine with traveling either way because it gets me more information for the map, but... How so, confident are you that you can if... make a raft, Bill? Make a raft that'll work all the way there? I could probably do it. How's probably's probably? Uh, well, seven out of ten. Or should we go? Seven out of ten. I mean, if we stay, there's trouble. If we go, is there double? I mean, like, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. If we go, the trouble's longer. Mm hmm. Do you think we could uh, make a handbag swim us across? Um, I don't have animal charm. Do you have animal charm? What if I just made it really thirsty and I just needed to drink all the water? Oh yeah, just drinks the river dry. Why didn't we think about that sooner? Well, if we get uh, enough you... of them after enough days, maybe. You know. What type of mounts can you summon? Well, I'm glad you asked. We can have a light horse, a donkey, with a saddle on each one of those, or we can have a war horse and uh, no saddle. How many donkeys can you make? Well, three. Three would be the number. We can make three of, of uh, any of those. Three is the number. That is the button. Maybe make some horses to go ahead of us? That uh, way if the crocodiles do come, they'll go for after them? Yeah, like... After uh, them? Yeah, how, so it's a nine... How, how close do you have to be to them when you summon them? Or they just duration? Uh, they are... They will be here for... Uh, quality eight hours you know they put in a full work day and then they go home uh wherever home might be <laughs> all right uh, do they like do they obey you or are they just donkey i'm just saying well you know um they're uh they're kind of like the normal thing you know when you summon them you get their personality some do good some do bad you just gotta just gotta work on it you know Alright, so we couldn't just summon one and have it go all 900 feet across the river and see what happens. We could try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets it. Well, these mounts are, that are summoned here are not like a summon monster where you give them a command and they're obligated to follow mm. it. It's like a mount. So yeah. you could send it across the river in as much as you could send any horse across the river. Mm. Which is to say, you could maybe get it to go in the water, but without you riding it or leading it, it's it's going to do its own thing. That's why I was a speck. Yeah. Um, well, we could just send one in front of us and just walk around. We know it'll take a little bit longer, but maybe if there's a surprise, maybe it'll surprise, you know, the animal more so than us. You know? Or, you know, if... If we get attacked, maybe someone can duck underneath it at least, you know, and then, like, dodge a little bit, you know, here and there. We should try a raft first and then use the mounts as well. Well, we can, uh, 
We can try. I'm I'm up to whatever. Bill, you how how confident are we, Bill? Tell me. Do you believe? Oh, I believe I can certainly make a raft. All right, I believe. No, All right. it's a cross with us on it. <laughs> I've never done this before. It'll be great. We're going to have so much fun building this raft. The party um, has been hugging along the coast. So you're going to have to travel upriver a little ways to get to the bamboo forest, um, where you can then get the bamboo to make your raft. Not a problem. It's like a half day away. We travel the half day. We've already rolled for our encounter this day. Going on to the next. But let me grab my all-important notebook. Get your Arcadian calendar today. You can get it at uh, Corby's website. Regalgoblins.com. Is that where it is? Actually, it's not listed yeah. there. Is it? Uh, why not? I don't think so. Because I'm supposed to do a big announcement for it, and I'm bad at announcing things. And so I think there's a link in Discord and on Twitter and on Mastodon and that stuff. Uh, it's available if you really if you want to work for it you can find it that's that's how i like my merchandise make them work for it um <laughs> day 12 daniel roll me a d100 of course 68 that's a great roll Party heads up the river. Eventually, you do see some of these handbags in the water. They look pretty nasty, and they seem to be congregating in groups. Like, you'll come across an area, and there'll be, like, a rock that juts out, and it'll have, like, eight crocodiles all, like, lounging on it at the same time. Um, and so, where you where they, where you see them, you see them in mass. But that's probably fine, right? Oh, it must be Saturday. They're all taking a day off. Yeah. Mm. That's that's it. That's exactly it. Anyway, you settle into the forest, bamboo. And Woodsy Bill here is going to start is going to start making some stuff. Now, what what tool do you have, Woodsy Bill, that would allow you to chop and shape bamboo in a raft-like area? Cuz you got a spear, right? Yeah, Spear's not I've... great for cutting bamboo. Yeah, uh, no, it's not. It, I've also got a knife. Um, a knife? good knife. Now, this is a knife. knife. Oh, it's <laughs> a big knife. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's a big okay. knife. Um, probably the ultimate tool for this would be a machete. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, a, a hatchet would actually be good, but a machete would be, like, mm -hmm. the aesthetic tool for this. Yeah. Um, what I do have, though, is... Uh, one Sonny with a very strong arm and a good sword. Good like, sword. <laughs> yep, who I'm going to try and convince to help me start chopping down the bamboo so I don't have to do all of it with a knife. But I will be using the knife to like actually scrape some of the bamboo into like long, twiny stuff that I could tie the other bamboo stalks together with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's an easy thing. Sonny's got a good sword and a good sword arm ever seen your favorite anime character hacking bamboo to bits that's what we got going on here yeah um and so we... no no you don't need a check to cut bamboo are you kidding uh yeah but just fucking do it anyway <laughs> um so the the raft can get made or at least start getting made why don't we yeah. 
why don't we tone down the nefariousness of the background music? Because, you know... Oops, no, I said stop. Sorry about that. <laughs> Did not mean to make it louder. Make it louder. Let's tone it down. <laughs> Gets louder and more ominous. <laughs> okay, okay. Ah. It's nice and easy here. You know, you haven't seen any monsters. There's weird little creatures walking about. We haven't really talked about the denizens of the jungle, but they're not the same sorts of things that you might expect. Like, there's squirrels here, but the squirrels are, like, really brightly colored. There's, like, reds and purples and blues and yellows and oranges, like, throughout their tail. And their heads are black, but their paws are, like, this tan orange color. And their bellies have, like, um, concentric circles of color on them. And you're like, what the fuck is that squirrel doing? Why is it a colorful squirrel? And it'll, it'll scamper off. And you'll see, well, you know... squirrels are colorful because they do a lot of drugs. Mm, that explains a lot about squirrels, actually. Um, a lot of crack. A lot of crack squirrels, yeah. You got uh, carnivorous plants, which, for the most part, Bill can help you avoid. It's fine. Don't worry about it too much. Um, and the party can chill while Bamboo's chopped by Sunny and turned into a raft by Bill. And Hank and Daniel, well, I guess, Daniel, you're probably using this as an opportunity to scout those mountains on the far side of the river. Yeah. And, yeah. uh do some triangulation and some map making, which leaves us mm. with Hank, leader of the party. And like a true leader, you're the only one not working. Um, what, a, <laughs> what are you up to? It's a very important skill. You're muted. Yes, you know, Hank was just taking in the surroundings and the loud animals that were going off in the background. And, you mm. know, just the good, the good things. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, Hank's just watching people, you know, just... We're singing a little bit of songs here and there, you know, inspiring people doing what I do best, you know, making sure people know what they're doing the best and, you know, just looking at anywhere other than where we're at in the jungle because, you know, Hank, you know, he wasn't a big fan of the uh, the other people's slashy slashy technique. It was, uh, it was pretty good. And by uh, pretty good, it was so good that, you know, we've got our new friend Mata and we're just hanging out with him, you know. Just chatting yeah. away, talking about dub. You know, sometimes we're banging some rocks. Sometimes we're doing other things. We're, you know, we're learning what what our little buddy here really likes to hear. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. if he really likes to hear some rocks banging, that's good. You know, if he really likes, you know, th- this hollow tree that we're banging on, that that noise is good. You know, we're trying to trying to make him have a good time here. You know, or this, the bamboo because there's not trees. We're in the bamboo forest. That's right. I'm right. Sorry. It's right. all hollow. You know, <laughs> hey, so silly. You know, it's all yeah. Same. Know, instruments easy to play so no big deal Just cool knocking that out excellent excellent i'm gonna actually change this to mod two a's in a da i don't know how to spell mata gonna... do you want some t's in there mata or do you want mata uh, or all a's and Brada. d's right there we go mata shoots breda i can't uh, see the health bar anymore uh, yes, That's I will fine. replace it. Uh, with an appropriate sized one? With more numbers? Go. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Since you're allies with Mata, I will even give you the numbers on that health bar. Oh, you did last time, too. Oh, well... Yeah. yeah. Fine. Yeah, but they seemed really small last time, and I was hoping they would be bigger this time. Yeah, I thought you might double the number sure. this time. No, no. Yeah, Same yeah, numbers. Yeah, you, need, you need to re-roll that 5d8 there. <laughs> yeah, that seems, that seems a little low. 5d8? What makes you think Mata's got 5d8 hit points? 
Uh, because I said so. <laughs> ah, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, um, why don't you make me Wishful a survival thinking. check for making a raft? That seems like a great Perfect. use of the yeah, survival does. skill. Yes, it does. I'm very glad it's a survival check. Oh, and uh, what a good check it is. Oh, a 29. Yeah. Sure enough, by the end of the day, you know, probably too late to use it to cross the river because the sun's already going down. No one wants to cross the river at night. You might actually want to test the raft on the shallows before you really commit to it. But, like, the bulk of the work on the, the prototype is done by this day. It's not a great raft. It'll hold four humans and a goblin. Um, and might not uh, even capsize. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, it looks not too bad. Looks not too bad. Mm. I can't see the roll. Twenty nine. I can't see the roll. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. Much better. Um, easy peasy. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, the next day, you can set out to cross the river. How are you? Um, are you making oars or are you making poles to push? Oh, we're gonna do one of each. So we're gonna have like a real just. All I have to do is get a real long stock of bamboo. I don't know how deep the river is. And just in case it's real deep, I can make a real quick bamboo uh, ore by just like cutting a few short sections, mm -hmm. tying them to a longer one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. Easy peasy. Yeah. Uh, the next day. Day 13. Lucky day 13. Hank. My friend. Would you roll me a D100? Mm-hmm. Yes. Does he want low or high? High. Um, he wants big money. Okay. We want a 43, because that's what we're getting. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, wouldn't you know it. No monsters today. Yet. At least not before you can test your your canoe, your kayak, your raft, your raft. Oh yeah, that's good. All right, uh, so we're gonna set out on the raft and we're gonna cross to the other side and it's gonna be fine, right? Everything's gonna be fine. We're just gonna mm, go absolutely. It's just like every right construction across. project. It goes yep. correct the first time with no problems whatsoever. And it's on budget. Yeah. Never yeah. over schedule, never, never over budget. budget. Yeah, absolutely. You just keep changing yeah, the budget and the schedule. You can't bust yeah. it. I mean, you can't pour concrete wrong, right? It's just, it's always going to work out the first time. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't been involved in anything that, no. No, no. Uh, all right, so down I'm, I'm across, really, the river we go. Does anyone have mm. a, a boating proficiency? Or a sailing no. proficiency? No, of course it's, not. It's 900 feet across a river. It is. How hard no. could it be but to pull a raft river. 900 feet across a river? But I'm going to act know. like I do. Here's my acting check. Oh, you yeah. fucking know your <laughs> shit, dude. Oh, thank yeah. goodness someone here knows what they're doing. Totally. Yeah. Oh. Perfect. Oh. Sunny knows what's going on. Sunny. Sunny. Hey guys, all you do is you use the oars and we just paddle. And if anything comes, you smack them with it, or, Hank, you're going to conjure up a, a mount for them to eat. Ooh, you know, that's not a bad call. Don't worry, mm. we've got some handy. We've got some handy to go. 
Excellent. Uh, Sunny, would you make me a non-proficient boating check, which is an intelligence check at half your intelligence score? So a d20 <laughs> plus whatever half your int is. Up or down? Uh, round down, please. What's your int? Nine. So a d20 That's plus four. Me. Thirteen. Oof. You know, it would Come seem... On, it's a fucking raft. I'm not doing a boat. Well, boating is, you know, for navigating on um, lakes and rivers rather than on the open seas. Sailing is the open seas. Boating is lakes and rivers. And um, it seems pretty so, easy. You just go across. But wouldn't straight. you know it that the river is definitely not straight? It's very crooked. But wouldn't you know it? The center of the river is really fast. It's way faster. And the the extra velocity there's something about um you know a law where the middle goes faster than the sides and it creates these weird eddies and as you try and go in the middle it's hard to get back out of it something about high pressure and low pressure zones you never you never went to school you never I'm listened not a to fucking school. boater yeah yeah who would be such a thing um S- sunny so... this seems like we're not really going the right way are you sure we shouldn't be paddling more on on the left and the right are you sure no it's, a- no, it's okay uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the left. Everything's fine. Everything is so fine. I think that maybe we just paddle on the left a little more, you know? It'll it'll go better. I'm sorry, do I you think. know how to boat? You know, I don't quite know how to boat, but I heard a story about it once, and it was a good story. I spent some time with some people on the ships, and it seemed like sometimes they paddled more on the left. No, you know, I just know how to do this, more... Yeah, I, I believe that you do. You know, I just I I've heard so many good stories from so many good sailors. And then how about you all... let me? How about you let me lead the boat then? Huh? Yeah, I I'm gonna let you lead the boat for sure. I'm just gonna paddle a little more on the left with maybe you Thanks, know honey. with Mata, and you're just gonna paddle a little more on the left, buddy. Like oh, you're such a you. sweetheart. Yeah, you're doing so great. I well, you're wonderful. I love this so much. This is good. This is so good. So great. Mm, just down left, just left the river, we go. The river has a lot of variable characteristics. You know, the, it's coming down out of these mountains, and this area up here is quite high, so it's got a lot to drop. It's got a lot of, like, um, elevation to lose, which means the river's got a lot of speed. And so sometimes, you know, you're going on at, like, you know, real good horse-trotting speeds downriver, um, and as you're trying to break so... out of the faster waters into the slower areas, you keep sort of getting rebuffed a little bit and then you see ahead rocks and the water around them is getting pretty like churned up and pushed over to the sides and you can see like a little piece of something like a tree branch or a pole of bamboo or maybe it's like an orc leg who knows um that's like coming <laughs> down the river towards this thing and you see it get like washed up and over and like turns on its side as it's approaching these um, rapidly moving water areas. Let's just call them rapids. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. Can I give a perception check? Uh, yeah. What are we perceiving? <laughs> Whatever the fuck that item is. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're obviously all looking out for crocodiles. Yeah. Mm. So who has the highest perception here? 12? 14? Hold on. Okay. Sorry, my sheet closed. Uh, 13. Like wait, you got the 14. Nope. It was a I'm green that, thing no. going down the river. It was probably a piece of bamboo. I wouldn't think about it too much. Oh, shit. Um, uh, I would well, like to tell everybody. Hold on. So, everybody, let's just paddle on the left real fast, real quick. 
Okay. Okay. It's not gonna do anything, but I'll I'll try I it. I cast. Uh, good job. I believe in you, Sunny. <laughs> I believe in you. You gonna right, cast a spell? No, no, I'm not. That was. He thought about it for a second, but we we just slipped on that one. Uh, Hank, would you make me a non-proficient boating check? A D twenty plus half your intelligence rounded down. But boating's actually wisdom in the book. Is it? Because I saw it as uh, intelligence on my sheet. I think so. we should do intelligence. All right. Oh, it's a 21. <laughs> you can navigate them there, Rapids, without too much trouble. Um, you know, the paddling on the left, it, it works, I suppose. You do manage to turn the raft to the left a little bit, and that rock was on the right. And so instead of running up against the rock, you do manage to go back, you know, towards the center of the river, which is away from the other end, but it's also not getting tipped over, which is a great thing. And you mm-hmm. shoot this first set of rapids. Everybody is holding on to the boat. Now, you're on a bamboo boat. There's a uh, little bits of twine holding it together. There's lots of, like, um, holes everywhere. You're pretty close to the boat. It's an easy boat to hold on to. Like, there's a lot of places that one could get a grip. So could everybody in the party please make me a dexterity check at advantage? Uh, Advantage because you've got plenty of grips. Thank God for the advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if this were like an inflatable raft, you'd be kind of fucked, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. Also glad I had advantage. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All right. You shoot through the rapids. It's not a problem. You go down river. You're picking up speed. Um, and you don't see any crocodiles, but you do see that the terrain is changing rapidly. You've left the bamboo far behind. You're headed towards something. Um, yeah, we're just trying get to get to the other side of the river already. It's only guys. 900 feet. It's 900 feet, but it is surprisingly difficult to cross this thing. But wouldn't you know, the river takes a really sharp turn to the left. And so if you can just go straight really fast or even straight and right really fast, maybe you'll just wash up on the other shore, at least get out of this rapid section in the middle. Um, So can I get strength checks? Uh, There are four people with oars in the party. The goblin is not rowing. We need... We need two successes. Yeah, One, two, just yeah. barely. <laughs> just barely, our party will pop out on the far side of the river down over here. Uh, Easy. Sonny's advice. Easy. 20s aren't bad, though. Yeah. They're fails, but they're not bads. Yeah. 21 is what we need. What? Well, wonderful, your... everybody. Good job, everybody. We did a great time. That was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. No handbags. Come on, Mata. It's quesadillas tonight for sure. Let's go, little buddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> and might I say, the raft held together oh so very well. Oh, the raft Told you guys was brilliant. I, could do it. I had such a good idea. It's, that was such a good idea, Sonny. I'm so glad that... you executed it perfectly, sweetie. Uh, Sonny, no, thank that... you so much for that idea. It was beautiful. Wonderfully done. I'll write about that in the journal. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Tell, make sure you tell Imric. It'll be in the report. Don't you worry. I'll, I'll write about everything here and just how it is. Perfectly. Mm. Perfect. Okay. Well, it's not that far to Ayu. Um, you spent most well, of the like, part of the day on, on this I'm, river. Yeah. I, we take the raft with us. So we <laughs> no. have a raft. Or not. Because Ryu's no. on an island. Just saying. Did they tell us Ayu was an island or no? 
Yeah. Yes. yes. We were told. Oh, well, then we're taking this fucking raft. It worked. That's why I said it before Neil moved his mm, I see. Are you going to pick the raft up and carry it with you through the jungle? Or are you going uh, to take the raft down the rest of the river and then load it through the sea? Which is a much farther distance. The... Well, if we dragged oh. it along the sand, it would be... We would just drag something sand, behind it's us. it's the jungle. Yeah, it's uh, bad. It's yeah. bad for us either way. Yeah. You know, I, I he made such it. a good raft the first time. I think you can no, make it even a better raft. No bamboo. He doesn't have bamboo. Yeah, because it's a uh, it's tree. But it's got I, wood. I unfortunately wood don't have the tools with me to uh, cut down those jungle trees. We're gonna we're gonna need to go further down the river and then hit the sea and then continue on to Ayu. It'll be easier. It won't be yeah, a rapid. To, it'll be easy. We need oh, to buy a hatchet when we get to Ayu if we want to do that again with not mm. bamboo. We say this on the shores. Mm. Yeah, right. we're on the ground. All right, come yeah. on, get back on the raft, everyone. Come on, Mana. <laughs> I don't well, know about wait, getting back wait, on the raft. A, did we see a waterfall up when we walked up the river, Neil? No, but you're already... Oh, well, I guess you were down at the, the coast. There were some yeah. areas where there was maybe like a three or four or five foot drop. Yeah. Some areas that would be difficult for rafting. <laughs> but maybe... Maybe you'll see them coming. And if you stay close to shore... Yeah, yeah. Let's just stay close to the shore, and then if anything happens, we can just jump out. That's not how it works. All right. Well, it seems like y'all got this handled. Come on, Mata. Let's get a donkey and let's walk down the river. Walk down the side of the river. What we could do mm-hmm. is we could have the donkey drag the raft. If you drag a makeshift raft through the jungle, it's gonna fall apart. Not if I put skids on the bottom of it. Oh, sled technology. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That that, we haven't don't invented sled words. technology yet. The yeah, width of the raft would, would um, get in the way. But no, you know, it's not a smooth... In all reality, what I was actually mean, it was more of a uh, Panama Canal scenario where you have the donkeys mm. actually towing the boats from the side. Mm. Mm. You could just undo the raft and then keep all of the building supplies and redo it later, yeah? Oh, yeah, but that, that'd take us a while to, you know. So it's it. a bamboo wrap. Can we, like, take off some of, like, the, uh, let's say supports are perpendicular. Can we take off some of the perpendicular ones and, like, roll up some of it and just put it on a donkey? Most of them are round. If we put the other round ones, you know, that way he's only got to retie a small portion. So, you know, if you had to do it again, it would already be almost together. Be like doing yeah. it twice, or like that's fine with like a little bit of advantage, you know. You know, he because he already knows where it needs to go. He's already got the stuff. He's just got to tie a couple knots. Yeah. All right. That sounds like it'll work. Yeah. Turn it from raft into big box. Yeah. Well, to just a big roll, like a big mat, you know, and then it could, it could like sit on a donkey. Roughly box shaped. <laughs> yeah, box, cylinder, you know, everything goes in a square hole. It'll be okay. <laughs> a hot dog is a sandwich, a taco is a sandwich, a burrito is a sandwich, goddammit, a pizza is a sandwich. Hey, a hero is a burrito a sandwich is too, a calzone, you know? thank you, sir. And a calzone's a sandwich. <laughs> it's a sealed sandwich, I mean. Exactly. We have a different so, name I mean, for the really sealed okay. sandwiches. Yeah, it's called a sandwich. Called a calzone. <laughs> It's a subsidiary, you know? It's kind of like a rectangular or a square in a rectangle, you know? It's just, they fit into each other sometimes. Okay. All right. I can live with that. We're saying the same thing. All right. 
so we go down the river. No, we we roll up the raft, um, and we pray that everything holds, and we'll cart it through the woods on a donkey that gets magically summoned. Three donkeys, and uh, we go. Two donkeys. We go. Well, they last eight hours at a time. So uh, okay. you said you could summon three. I thought that was three at a time. Well, well, you, you know, we could have, but uh, we uh, we were a little scared of some things, so we made sure that there's some other things could happen. So, mm. okay. That mm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, by the end of the day, we'll reach the sea. And you can see in the distance, there is a large island. And on that large island, there's like a hill. And there seems to be a wall. And there seems to be structures. But it's pretty far away right now. You know, you can't make out too many details. It's like seven miles from you. Uh, but if you head down the coast or up the coast, whichever way you want to determine the currents go, um, you'll be at, a you know, the, the more narrow, maybe two mile, mile and a half distance but we'll figure right. out what happens when we get to Ayu next time by which I mean on the other side of our break uh, when we come back <laughs> in 5 to 10 minutes with more Rise of Drekus see you soon hello everybody and welcome back to Rise of Drekus where Ayu is 2 nautical miles away and the so raft is made with three sixteenths inch screws. Oh, we got Bro. screws now. Oh, mm -hmm. sweet. Screw technology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Screws? Unfortunately, the, these are the only screws in existence, and no one knows how they were made. It was an accident. All mm. right. There's Ayu. It's across the bad, the death water, right? And um, you're standing on your side. It's in the evening now. You've taken some time to cross this patch of land and then head down the beach a little bit. And the beach is kind of rocky. Um, from where you are, it's like a four and a half foot drop into water. Like the water just comes right up to the rocks on your spot um, where you're situated, situated like right, right south of you. Um, and to the left, you know, if you go far enough, it, it comes down into like a, a pebbly beach. And if you go to the right, well, you haven't been to the right, so you're not sure exactly what's going to be that way. But indeed, um, there's Ayu. It's just oh, you. two nautical miles away from you. No, uh, it's probably well, more every... two nautical miles. I don't know. It's some miles dis... longer than a regular mile. Well, well, okay, it's two miles away. It's some miles. Well, everybody, it looks like it's time to rebuild the raft. Are, are we ready? Mata, you got the dub-dub sticks? You ready to make this journey? Yeah, well, I, mm -hmm. I think, uh, I think, no, I think death water is death. And um, I stay here, you come back. No, 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 dub-dub. I'm going to bang some rocks together. For dub, you come with us. Uh, uh, my whole clan, my whole tribe, already dead. I see them mm. soon, uh, but not this soon. <laughs> no, 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 no. It'll be okay, buddy. It'll you come fine. with us. You know, be good times. You know, uh, look at this. Look at this. I... We're gonna have so much fun. People in Wall know like Gabo. Ah, mm. uh, that's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. I understand. Um, but I feel I don't want to leave you here. There's a lot of things out here that don't like Gobbo either. You know? Yeah. I figure at least if you're with me, you know, I can, you know, help out. But didn't <laughs> uh, I I'm sorry there. I 
you know, I think the jungle, the the sounds of the jungle, I missed all of that. Could you throw that back to me, uh, Mr. Daniel? I just, I missed that. I'm just thinking, like, I'm looking at the tide pattern. It looks like there could be a land bridge under that water if the tide gets low enough. But I can't tell at this tide level at the moment. It's just a theory. Well? Oh, pish posh. That wouldn't make any sense, sweetie. We should just use our boat and go now. Go now? Uh, well, well, I'm just well, saying, wait for low tide, then we'll see if this is a, my theory's right. I mean, it could be wrong. I like it could be, it could be. But you know, let's let's think about this here for a second. You know, um, does anyone have a cup? God, someone's got to have a cup. I definitely would have brought a cup. Do we have a cup? No, no cups. I don't think I have a cup now. No. <laughs> No one brought a cup. That's Why would anyone bring a cup? No. Oh, Why would you bring a cup? The coffee and the wine. Yeah. That's that's why you would bring a cup. Uh, uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Let's see. We've still got a little bit of the bamboo. I'm gonna go and cut off the end of one of the bamboo log things. And no, then that's don't a... cut it. Awesome. Oh, wait. If he says don't cut it, I'll stop. <laughs> don't cut it. Don't. Cut it worked perfectly last time. We can't change a thing, even though we've already disassembled it once. If you want to drink something, drink out of one of the, drink out of one of the ore spots. Here you go. The ore. Okay, cool. Take the top of the ore, and I'll go. Look, look. I'll show you magic. You know, and we'll take a rock. You want to see how hot this water is? Look. And what we'll do is we'll pick up a rock and we'll go. This is for one of the greatest wizards of all time. And what he did was we drop the rock inside of the water, and the water cools down. Look, uh, the rock is now making cool water for us. This means Dub wants you to come with us. Just come on with us. And I'm going to cast uh, Corbin's Frosted Cube on the uh, on the rock. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Hold on here. Well, that was one of the three spells you memorized today? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was one of the two of my higher level. But don't worry. You spent... Oh, uh, Corbin's Frosted Tips. You spent a, a spell slot in the jungle to memorize Corvin's Frosted Cubes. Yes. Well, let me tell you what. Everything else in this category is equally as useful. So, you know, you gotta get, you gotta get creative here somehow. All right. Well, wishing he could keep his drinks cool on hot summer days, the notoriously reclusive wizard Porvin created this spell to chill his drink. A one inch by one inch by one inch cube of rock is enchanted to always be chilled. These stones only conduct heat or cold when immersed in fluids. One stone will keep one cup at a pleasant temperature. These stones will never be cold enough to cause harm to any living creature. Mm -hmm. So you put, you drop the rock in the water mm-hmm. after a few moments it's you know it's a cold thing it'll chill the the water and uh when you hand it over to mott and mott sips it and it's like cold, like ice cold water and mott goes wow mm-hmm. power of how Dub, you I know think that was, it's you know after being with you for a little while you know we start to understand how you know you look at the sky at night you see how the stars align sometimes things just come to the brain you know just like you and I think you need to come with us over here. But you not know Will Dub? No, I don't know Real Dub. But you know, sometimes even for the rest of us who don't know Real Dub, you know, you can feel, you know, it's not always right, but you, you, it feels right. 
You great cleric. Okay, cleric. I come. Okay. Yeah, okay. can we just wait for low tide? I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think it would hurt to stay here one night, have a nice feast to dub, and then. <laughs> I don't feel uh, comfortable the metagaming about the fucking low tide thing. <laughs> okay, <I'll... clears throat> no, man, we like, don't know. How would we know about that? this? Neil, what time of day is it? Uh, it is evening. And we spent half a day getting here. Oh, perfect. half a day How crossing the gonna... river and then another half a day crossing the jungle. How long is it going to take me to put this raft back together? Because uh, I don't have to go collect oh, the material. You know, probably 45 minutes to make sure it's tip-top shape and everything is ba uh, braided together. And if any braids have broken, you'll need to retie them or replace them. So 45 minutes or so? Sure. Uh, and uh, it's evening. You know, we have, we have plenty of time. We can figure it out in the morning. And besides, I'm sure a low tide will happen tonight. Well, like you know, low tides are the same everywhere in the world, and they're entirely dependent on the moon cycles. Um, and so if you know the size of position of the moon, moon, you can predict what the tide is going to be exactly. Yeah, all you have to do is build a mechanical computer to actually compute the stuff, and it takes until the, the no, 1940s but the to actually do it. The tides are high across the world and when it's no, a low moon it's you uh it. you know the tides are low across the world <laughs> okay. no no you can't explain the tide i don't know why you're trying <laughs> they just come it's in just and they when come the out moons, yeah they come in they come out when the moon is overhead it's higher when the moon is you know on the other side of the world it's also higher and when the moon is on your left or right it's a little bit lower that's why it changes every so is it a high hours. high or is it a low low or is it a high low or is it a low high you know, every six hours you go from high to low. <laughs> Continually. High comes right. and time goes out, all right? You can't explain it. It's it's the tide. All right. Well, you fix your raft, and it's night, and it gets dark, and we sleep. And when we wake again in the morning, uh we did Daniel, we did Hank. Now it's sunny. Sunny. What do you want? I want to do. Now, do we do? Okay, do we actually know about the kraken or not? Because no one's actually mentioned it to us. Well, you know that ships cannot get to Bravo because for something, and everyone assumes that it's a big sea monster. You could call it a kraken. You could call it an octopus. You could call it a, a death turtle. Whatever right. you want, but you know that there's problems getting here. I, I just didn't know how exactly to mention me. We, it's fine. Did, 38. We rolled a 38. Ah, beautiful. All right. We begin to cross the river this mm -hmm. day. River? Uh, What's well, the, the, the ocean, the river, the, the sea, the water bridge? The water bridge. <laughs> yeah. Don't give us the water bridge. As you set out on your raft um, across mm -hmm. the water here. From mm -hmm. your place to Ayu, you're going to see that there is another vessel coming to meet you. Um, and also, while you're crossing the water, I'd like a survival check at advantage from the survivalist. Because you yes. built it already. We just need another yes. check to make sure you can rebuild it without additional Good supplies. Thing. Oh, well, that's fine. Oh, no. oh my goodness. Oh, beautiful. You uh, actually yeah. found a way to improve it slightly. I got it. Mm -hmm. I've got it. 
you know, before one of the, the poles was sagging a little bit in the middle. And so you, you've tightened it up. You've tuned it up a little bit better. And soon the party is on their way to Ayu. But there is a boat. A proper, well, a proper boat. It's like a, a long kayak. It's like a war canoe, really. Um, coming That's... your way from Ayu. Sonny, who's got right of way in this situation? You're the one who knows boating. Well, I think that the, the, the bigger ship gets the right oh, away because okay. you don't want to roll into them. Well, I, right. actually, are we crossing? Is it head on? Uh, they're obviously not overtaking us. Like, what's going on? Are we in Rule 14, Rule 15, Rule 16 here? Uh, well, you're headed, you're headed up, and they're headed down, and uh, it looks they, like they're they headed generally your... Well, every everything's powered, right? <laughs> So what else could it be if not power driven? A sailing vessel. Well, that's just power of a different kind. But it's not a power driven. Well, I'm not sure what power going. driven means in this context then, because there's no such thing as a motor. Keep going, Neil. Okay. It's a Colrex joke. You don't need to worry about it. Nope. Nope. Uh, it is powered by oars, and they are rowing in your direction as you take your raft and row towards Ayu. It looks like it's they are fine. charting in your I would like to stand course. at the front and yell, Ahoy, mateys, and then uh, be singing a great song <laughs> of just great shipness and, you know, all of the great songs that I've learned from all the sailors that I definitely know that we're not going <laughs> to sing. All right. Would you give me... Would you give me a performance check? Uh, I'm going to give you a musical instrument check. How do we feel about that? Um, if you're singing a song... Oh, yeah, we don't have performance. So musical instrument is exactly what we're calling for. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, 28. That was a great check. Yeah, you're at the front of the boat. You're letting somebody else paddle for you. Mata's over there with your paddle trying to you know, keep up with you, but short arms, weak arms, not actually doing a very good job, offbeat from everyone else. Um, But you're over there singing some song. And sure enough, the war canoe will pull up to your area and they will toss on over a rope to you so that you can, you know, pull yourself over to them and tie yourself to one another. Okay. Lead it out with a nice, easy knot to undo. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, And the leader... Or at least the person who threw you the rope will uh, step on over uninvited onto your raft. They have a spear at their side. A I put short my hand on spear. my sword. Yeah. Like on the hilt. Mm-hmm. No weapons. No I'm sorry. No armor for this person. Just a, a short spear, like a you know three foot spear. Mm. Um, and they will point it in the direction of Mada, the goblin, and say to Whoa! you, Who Whoa! is this scum? Have Whoa, you brought us a sacrifice? Calm. No, no, no. This is my buddy, Mata. We're coming here to talk to you guys. We heard so much about you. We're coming over to just, you know, see what's going on in your place. You know, we've got just our, our good little buddy, Mata, here, and he's just doing a great job. You, know? you can I'm drop the ruse. I'm going to the... step in front of Mata mm-hmm. in yeah. a defensive stance. Not pulling my sword. put our hand like, kind of like... I'm holding it. put it like hand back like it's okay. It's going to be fine. No, no, that's, no. No ruse. That's this my is healer. my buddy Mati. My buddy Mata. He is uh he's helping us guide through the jungles of it. He knows quite about the land. He's doing a great job. You know? Dub you is, would trust uh, a jungle goblin? I would trust a jungle goblin, you know. He had many opportunities to already stab us all, and he's done none of that. So if 
I, I believe that, you know, his tribe, he had problems with what sounded like a, a worm of some sort. And, you know, he's he's just hanging out. He's doing a good job. The... I mean, it's better than the Ravagers that actually did stab us. Yeah, and mm. let me tell you what. he If we have known about him before the... Uh, the craziness that is on that land over there would be much better for everybody. Mm. The, the person uh, peruses, no, peruses, muses to themselves. Mm. You'll have well, to take it back. We do not permit the jungle goblins in Ayu. They are thieves and pesky creatures that do not obey the rule of law. They are uncooked. Well, let me, uh, let's talk about this then. Hold on. I'll, if I take responsibility for the little one, I'll keep track of him at all times, you know, as a, a mother would, uh, a small child. Would you, uh, would you allow that? I'll put my head where his head would be. You know, it'd be good, it'd be good times. It'll be okay. We'll only be here for, you know, a few days. You will take out. the responsibility for the actions of this creature? I, I will, you know, no problems at all. You know, at one time... Your head will lay where their head lays? At night, yes. On the chopping block? No, well, let's calm if down If they here. commit a crime and they are See. to be put to death, are you taking See. full responsibility? See, let's let's talk about some of your words here. So are you going to try to stab him multiple times and say, hey, you need to be executed? Because, you know, that's that changes things up a little bit. If someone I... throws a bunch of rocks at me and then says, hey, it's your fault, you know. The rangers it's... of Ayu honor our words i agree with the rangers what about everybody else we are in charge of security you need not worry of the others all right i got that no don't you worry now i do have one quick question though how are y'all doing with your cheese production uh this is an important question for cheese uh, are you familiar with the concept what is cheese that is unfortunately the words I you thought speaking that would come out of cheese, your mouth. the goddess of beauty, of grace, of style, of hidden secrets, of manipulation. I was not, but I am curious of uh, y'all's stance on that. That would be interesting. Would like to hear about it. The goddess of cheese has long blessed Ayu with many oh. of her greatest blessings and miracles. Is this a beautiful island? Very beautiful island, and yeah, yeah. Let me tell you what. Can you give me is... just a second, and then I will be right back with you. <laughs> it's just gonna turn the raft. <laughs> uh, they step back on their boat, but your boats are still tied together. So I'm gonna look down at Mata and go, Mata. I need to. I need you and me to have a level conversation right now. What's level? Okay. Level means uh. Same page. Uh, What's a page? Same wavelength. Same, What's same wavelength? rocks. Two rocks together, you know? We need to come together unison. Uh, oh, we make music. Uh, we stay on beat. Music. Yeah. Uh, brain stay on make beat. music. Uh, stay on beat. Together make music. Uh, stay mm. together. Yeah, the same thought. Mm. Yeah, yeah this, this ore is very hollow. It makes good sound. And Mata sets it down and begins to... Okay, yeah, that's good. That's what we need to do, Modit. Together, you and me, together, we like uh, oar and boat, okay? We stay together. Oh, yeah, all okay. All the time, forever. You have any problem, any problem whoa, at all. Whoa, whoa, I just meet you. That big, I know. That big I, commitment. 
All time forever? Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I, you nice, but but I mean, <laughs> your skin forever. is like dry. It crack. You know, you have like scratchy, scratchy on face. Uh, it's oh, not I, the mother, mother. Mother, mother, look. A little bit of cheese. A little bit of cheese. Look. Look at me. Look at me right now. Yeah. Yeah. If there's any problem, I need you to come uh-huh. to me first. Okay? No stabby, stabby. No slashy, slashy. No take anything. No, no nothing. Can, can I cast spells in public? Uh, yeah, of course. You, you promise? Yeah. It's big deal. Very big deal. Well, no stabby, no stabby. Yeah. No stabby, no slashy, no, no, uh, steel, mm. no strategically relocating. <laughs> I have stick. <laughs> all I, all I do is bop. No bop. No, no nothing. What? No bop. What about breathing? Breathe good. Breathe very good. Walking? Walking good. Looking? You're looking fine. Tasting? Ooh, depends. Ask first. I ask you if I can taste. Hey. Yes. Mata is not some uncivilized savage who lives in the woods. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sunny. Uno momento, Sunny. Uno momento. We we come together. Me and Mata need to have real good heart to heart. You know, real good. Understand. What about poop? Poop. Uh, I ask first before I poop? No, I get you bucket. You poop in a single bucket. Why? I know it's crazy. It's crazy. People over here are crazy. Yeah. Why are you being weird but, to Samata? But we get a uh, good drink. Best drink we get here. This is this is weird. You people weird. weird. No, I don't, don't disagree, Mata, but you learn about new weird things, but new experience is good for you. Learn you have to poop in bucket? Uh, we, we figure out where they poop. We don't know yet, but assume bucket. I, I get my own bucket? Yes, I will get you your own bucket. Everyone have poop bucket? Maybe. Mm, probably. Maybe. Yes. Yes, we're going to go with yes. I'm not pooping in a bucket. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't poop in bucket Shut either. This weird. Up, Mata, how about you just chill with me? Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. So Hold nice. on. Let me, let me go talk to him. Okay, so what's going to happen here? Uh, what was, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name the first time. Hi, my name's Hank. Uh, what, what's your name over there? Umpala. Umpala, Umpala the Brave. So, so Sunny's going to take full responsibility for the goblin. I give and, him a wink. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'm going to give a wink, too. <gasps> That's probably fine. You want a hotness check, Neil? Uh, <laughs> yeah. D20 plus 12. Uh, Umpala is a hot lady. She is a hotness of 17. She is a fucking smoke show. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Okay, so this explains a lot of things. My hotness is 12. Um, Your hotness is 12. You give like a, you know, mm -hmm. one lady to another lady. Uh, Um, She is not interested. Sorry. She's uh very heterosexual. 
She's, she does not. What about in that uh, platonic kind of way? Like, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'll take care of him. You know, I'm we're winking direction. We'll all be okay. There's just a lot of winking going on, and Umpala is very concerned with like the survival and safety of her species, and all of this social stuff is like so far down on the priority list that it doesn't even register with her. Okay. It just looks like some sort of spastic, like, winking. Bunch of weirdos. Well, no, I was saying for... uh, It made it weird. I'm just... (laughs) Anyway. It made it weird. I'll wave and say, I'll I'll take care of of Mata. If if they do bad, you can kill me. So, does that work with you? We have somebody uh, responsible for the the goblin? Okay, sounds good. So be it. And who are you? Travelers. Uh, Friends. Well, you know, I, my name is Hank. You know, I do the singing, the dancing, the, you know. We're adventurers. The, the intros, I guess, really. Mm. Uh, this is this is my buddy, Sunny. She's fantastic. She's helping us stay alive out here. You know, over there on the shore, you know there's things that stab you a lot of times very quickly. Yes, I'm, you've I'm sure mentioned the Ravagers. Yeah, they not a fan That's of those. Critters. Not a fan of those. They're going to get a bad story one day. Mm, uh, yes, very dangerous. You know, and then we got my friend Woodsy Bill. Woodsy Bill back there. He made this as beautiful. Howdy, how's it going? He did this on the fly. Uh, I think this is the second time he's ever made one. Really, honestly, I think he did a great job. That's uh, the first time I've ever made a raft. Yeah, this. I mean, well, you put it together again, but you will call it the second time. Yeah, you know, he's doing a good sure. job. Ten out of ten over here. He, he knows how to like look at creatures and do a lot of good things. And uh, this is my buddy Daniel over here on this side. You can kind of see him back there. And he does a good job of drawing things. I don't know if you have a lot of people who draw a lot of things. I'm sure you do. Maybe you're scratching rocks together or use charcoal. I know it's very This wet. is a Here's strange set of skills. It is. And your voice strange. is from not here. Where it are you is. from? Unfortunately, we were on a boat. We were trying to pass by to go somewhere else. And then the storm hit us. And then we ended up over there with the halflings. And, you know, we've been kind of working our way around this place, trying to figure out what's going on, you know, and figure out where we fit into the place. So we heard that y'all were great people with great things going on over here. So we just wanted to come and see what's going on, you know, just try to figure out, you know, where to fit into this beautiful world. Uh, we know it's not over there in the jungle. I'll tell you that much right now. It's yes. Not a good time. Yes. Not the jungle time. is dangerous. It's very hungry. Well, here. so you seem to know quite a bit about it. Yes. Ayu is a beautiful and glorious place, safe from the ravagers of the jungle, safe from the green dragon hatchlings that come down from the mountains, safe from the dinosaurs that roam, safe from the spiders, the bamboo walkers, safe from the orcs, safe from the shambling mounds, the giant constrictors, the phase spiders, the blink tigers, the treants, and the trolleroos. Ayu is a beautiful place. Troll-a-roo. I yes. would love to hear about all of these things a little bit more. So let's... uh Let us go to land and not say this upon the sea. I agree. I would agree. And I'm so sorry. I'm horrible with names. All right. It's, it's, a, it's a big problem for me. Could you, could you run that Umpala. by me one more time? I am Umpala, the brave. Umpala. No, that's a great name. I really like that one. That's you. I've heard that one before. That's a good one. I really appreciate that. So, uh, uh, if you would just lead on, um, I'll be very honest with you though. We're doing such a great job. Sonny's done a fantastic job teaching us how to navigate a river earlier today. 
but uh, maybe if you would show us the best way to get there so that we don't, uh, you know... Follow my canoe. I will... We will do our best. <laughs> uh, right with you. And Impala will take you to a, a small little dock that their war canoe is tied up to, and you can see that there's like a an area where people lift the, the seagoing vessels up onto the dock and haul it into some temporary storage building. Maybe it's a permanent storage building um, because they're not leaving anything tied up in the seas. It seems to be too dangerous. Um, and when you get to the dock and you can unload your... And you unload yourselves, they will help you pull your bamboo raft up onto the dock and walk it down the dock and drop it next to this building. And you can see there's a wall around the city. And you can see that there's a what lot kind of, of curious onlookers. It is a stone wall. It's maybe 20 feet high. Okay. Yep. And so, like, on their stone walls, are these, like... So, obviously, we're going to go through a gate at some point or a, a hole in the wall. Is it just a big hole in the wall? Is it a yes. gate? Like, uh, it's a hole in the wall. There is not a gate here, actually. Um, gate technology, surprisingly difficult to make. Keeps breaking down. It's like flood technology. Yeah, just better to put a <laughs> hole here and uh, just guard the one hole. Also, the hole happens to be at where the pier is, where the deep water is. So hard for people to get here. It's not like directly in front. It's not just between Ayu and the the land of Bravo. It's off to one side, like three quarters, well, one one third the way around. Um, so it's on so the far I side go of Ayu. Two thirds the other way and, and make it. Yeah, that's how fractions work. Okay, good. I don't know. Fractions are hard for some people. I just yeah, just trying to yeah. help out. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. That's good of you to to look out for the the common Ta- man. Order. Fractions are halves. Yes. Well, it's yes. 50-50. You know it or you don't, you know? That, you know? That's how life <laughs> you works. You forgot the last part of that, 50-50-90. Guessing 50-50, you get it wrong 90% of the time. Mm, that's pretty good. I haven't heard that one before. All right. Did they just get rid of my drawing tool? Why do I not have a drawing tool anymore? It's still there. It's still there. <laughs> I don't yeah. see it. Oh, there. there it's now. Okay, the freehand shape was gone for a moment, but it is back. Uh, yeah, so it's right here. That's where the dock is, so it's sticking out the backside. Okay. Sonny! <laughs> you reminded me of the tool. <laughs> Nailed it. Anyway, welcome to IU, everybody. It is a surprisingly cozy town. Um, it's got this big wall. It's got, you know, it's still hot. It's still humid. There's still tons of plant life growing here. But the plant life is sort of shaped to fit the city. Like, there's bamboo, not bamboo, there's banana trees that, like, line city streets. And so people just have easy access to bananas. Granted, there are banana peels all over the floor. So every 10 feet, you have to make a dex check or fall. But that's a small <laughs> price to pay for unlimited bananas and good potassium and never getting right. hand cramps. I'm joking about that. Are they textures. modern bananas or the uh, historical bananas? They are modern bananas. That's right. Uh, Carefully crafted kind. over the That's generations. So you, yes. you said we have to make a dex check every 10 minutes. Is this how McTacky's going to die? His death by dex check. <laughs> 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 dex check. Dex check. And throw me a D100. Oh, that's a one. All right, so there's sharks. and uh... Oh, I failed. 
Oh, buddy. Instantly. With 16 decks? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You slip coming down. Those, those supplies in your back they take a tumble. You're going to have to redo that last map. Anyway, welcome to IU. There's a, a little bit of a hill in the middle of the island. There's a wall that goes around it. There's little houses. Um, there's people curiously looking at you. And Umbola. I like to wave at everybody and mm-hmm. like just go up and start talking to people. The first one who will like not run away. Uh, well, Impala, Impala seems to be leading you somewhere. So if you stop oh. to talk, you're gonna get left behind. A strange land. Uh, you Is know, that be like, okay oh, with I... you? Uh, no, no, not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if you want to trust us. <laughs> That's not at all what crossed through my mind. We are very truthful and forward speaking. Oh yeah, I trust all hmm. of you explicitly. Mm-hmm. What are the especially like talking? here? Okay. Uh, let's see. One point of ingress. The tall walls. Yes, these are important things that the empire is going to want to know. Defenses of this town. That's actually why you're here, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I've been no. riding down. That's not why well, we're here. We're here to learn tradition. about the city and the people. We wouldn't be mapping their defense. That'd be horrible. We would never do such things. That would be awful and horrible and underhanded. And we would not be. We would not be doing that, Daniel. Oh, sorry. I'll stop that. Yeah, yeah, definitely stop. All right, I'll stop it. <laughs> I heard you. Yeah. 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 Did Did well. you though? Did you hear me? Yeah, As yeah. I got it. You said stop. Yeah. <laughs> As we're having this conversation, you'll notice that there are goblins within the walls of Ayu, and when they see Mata walk past, they all shake their heads in like mutual disappointment. And you can see Mata beginning to like shrivel and make themselves really small and try and hide in and amongst the party. Are the other uh, goblins like slaves? No, they're, so they're free I people they're just seen... chilling and living. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I how small is jungle Mata? Goblins yeah. So is Mata like a, a 10 year old child or like a six year old child size? Or like a 14 year old? Where, where I are we... have no idea. I'm going to ask um, Neil's never seen a child before. It's been like 15 years since I have been freely associating in and amongst children. I cannot remember what children's sizes are. All of my what? friends what? in Colorado are uh, childless. Why are Except they looking like at you like that, Mata? Well, hold on. We'll ask this a different way. <laughs> well, no, I asked Mata as well. Come here. No. That's not you. I need the big one. <laughs> <Come here. laughs> well, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Why are they looking at you like that? Oh, I don't know, but I know like. Oh. Are they this big? Oh, no. He's not about it. I'll go over to a goblin and uh, I'll hold out. I don't know. Do I have any fucking gold? Uh, Mata's like no, 60 pounds, if that answers your question. Yeah, that's good enough. Okay. Yeah. I'll go and ask a goblin who's so nearby. He's smaller than my bigger dog. Okay, so we can put him in. Oh, so it just takes food. All yeah, it always takes food. You're gonna. You give one of the goblins a, some gold? I don't have any oh, gold. Ah. I'll go and just ask a goblin. Why are you staring at her that way? Dirty goblin. But you're a goblin, no? 
Yeah. <laughs> Isn't dirty goblin good? How do they make how 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 are they dirty and you're clean? Bath. Jungle goblin, look. I'd take a look. How do they look different? Yeah, I mean the civilized goblin here is wearing like clothes. The jungle goblin's wearing like hides and you know things, and is clearly what about, like, like their cuts skin? and scrapes. I mean, it, you it looks like what it's just yeah, a goblin civilized man. versus you know I'm a citizen of Rome. You're a Germanic barbarian, like you know different worlds, but like um, biologically the same probably. Oh, well, where can we buy some clothes? They just tisk 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 you. Um, you can feel that your these city goblins are disapproving of your association with Mata, and your party is making their way through the town streets, and you're gonna lose I'll them if you don't up. hurry off. Yeah. Um, no, um, Umpala hasn't said anything about where you're going. They just kind of started leading you, and some of these other armed people are leading you around. At first, it felt like you they were just gonna take you somewhere in the city. Like we'll drop off the raft, and then we're gonna go talk here. But now you've been walking for like a few blocks and you're getting this sensation that like you are being led somewhere under guard. Like maybe you have to go see someone before you're officially allowed in, or maybe they're taking you to meet someone, or maybe they're taking you to like gallows, but you are somehow now on a an escorted walk through the town. Oh no, we are the escort mission. Yeah, they didn't stop you when you stopped to talk to the locals in the streets. They didn't, like, kick you or, or jab you with their spears or anything. So maybe... But they stayed behind and, like, watched me? At least one of them? Yeah. Okay. So I'm... You know. All right, so I'm going to take a... Cool. We're, cool. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's probably We're chilling. Fine. All right, cool, uh, yeah. Better than the gods back at home. Hmm. You get brought to a great stone building. This um, appears to be like a, a large mountain of lava rock that someone, or not a large mountain, a large pile of lava rock, or a large lava rock. Huge, really. Size of like uh, a three-story house. They talking about sacrifices earlier, right? And we're seeing... Uh, huh. And there's a, a tunnel carved into it with a cleric and a warrior standing outside. You can tell the cleric because they, they've got the symbols of the deities all over them. Um, and Which you can tell the warrior there? because, you know, they, they've got this shield and the spear and everything. Uh, Do they have metal implements or is it all stone? Oh, these are obsidian weapons. Yeah, everything here appears to be... Everything you've seen so far appears to be Stone Age technology. Okay. Uh, the symbol around the cleric is Nerul, goddess of family, society, home, the hearth, um, that sort of thing. But also, because this cleric's got like four symbols on him. It's Nerul, it's Martha, it's Nadinus, and it's Verasi. Um, Verasi's mm. death and destruction, Martha's life and creation, Nadinus's nature, Nerul is family, home, society, hearth, that sort of stuff. So it's kind of a a mix of signals between great gods and full gods and um but they wave you on into the tunnel which is lined with torches glowing brightly you can see the black rock goes in maybe 50 feet or so and then there's a door right there in the middle like a nice big set of double doors um and then the hallway also goes left and right from that point right that doors. Does that mean they've got metal hinges? 
a great question. You should absolutely inspect the hinges when you get closer. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if we've got Stone Age weapons, I'm asking how they got hinges. Yeah. Oh, oh this is, this is kind of wild. Sonny, why don't you go ahead and head on in there, and then we'll be right behind you. <laughs> Oh, please, Hank. Well, I mean, if I, I just think we all need to go in there, just I I'll think, you know, the way... Mm -hmm. I'll follow. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they're leading us in there. Oh, they're leading in yeah. you here, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and they That's will fine. walk you all the way into this, this room at the far back. And they'll open the door, which doesn't seem to squeak at all. Whatever hinge they're using is actually quite nice because it doesn't make any sort of creaking, squeaking um, noise whatsoever. And there is in here a room illuminated by skylights that must reach to the top, bringing in large shafts of light. There's a table with six people seated at it. Um, you can see a human, an elf, there's a halfling, and then the rest of them are maybe human or maybe half-elf or it's a little bit hard to tell because, you know, they've got like long hair that covers their ears and sort of delicate features, but it's hard to tell exactly what they are. Ah, um, greetings, everybody. What's How's everybody doing today? Wonderful to meet you all. You know, how's it going? They wait for everyone to be brought inside. Well, I was kind of towards the back, so I'm going to kind of, like, weave mm. my way through the front, so to be, uh... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really solemn vibe in here. And you're, like, cheerful, buoyant spirit. Uh, while it fits the vibe and it keeps the party going through all the hard times, um, seems to just sort of, like, fill the void and then empty again. Mm. And the people here will click their fingers together and... Umpala will walk up to the table quietly and say something as they all lean in. And then Umpala will step back and go back towards the door behind you. And the central figure, the... Uh, before the, Umpala lives, I go, so do you go somewhere later or do you just hang out here? Do you go back out to the boat? Or? Shh. Central figure, a human woman, will stand up and say... Mm. Dear strangers from far away, we welcome you with open arms to Ayu. We welcome you to the empire of Arcadia, centered in Yaka, led by the four great rangers. We ask you pay tribute as sign of your generosity of spirit and good intent. What tribute do you bring us? Ah, we bring you the tribute of uh, good news and good information and uh, wonderful high spirits. You know, we bring everybody up here. It's what we do, you know? Uh, oh. Like I said, we were lucky enough to survive uh, the great ocean and we, we came here to, you know, see what's going on, see how you're doing. Uh, that's the tribute we bring is information, knowledge, you know? Uh, what knowledge, knowledge do you bring? I know much of this land beforehand, well, like before the storms came and the mountains rose. I I have I can create a map and show you what history of the land existed before now. This knowledge is of no value. All right. Ah, well, you know that's understandable. That's interesting. So, 
We came from a land kind of like yours, but not like yours at all. So our land, there's not um, <laughs> as many creatures that want to murder you every single step. And uh, we came here with more information, especially about uh, metal weapons. I'll, I'll go ahead and say, Sonny, you know, you show a sword. I'll show my sword, but like not like this. You have great like... dwarves in your land. Ah, not just dwarves. Humans, elves. Uh, it, almost everybody knows how to do this. It's a pretty common knowledge. You know, it's kind of like walking over there. We Why would one need well. metal weapons if there are no monsters? Well, you know, sometimes there's still dragons. There's still things that are problems. You know, I was Humans hearing about are the it all. Almost... Monsters of all. Uh, ah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we hear that you have some green <laughs> worms that come on. from the from the mountains that come down. I mean, worms are still as great as humans and elves and everyone can be. The worms still show up. Sometimes trolls and orcs. Mm. You know, things things show up still. It's still good to know this this information. What is and this land can... called, and where is it? Uh, well, where is it? It is on a different island. Uh, thankfully, I had a great, great shipwreck that brought me here, but someone once told me, boom, you're here, and uh, it, it's a different direction. So, it's where uh, is oh. It's called uh, Solemn, and um, I am the princess. There's <laughs> one called Solemn. That is correct, Sunny. Thank you so much for helping. You're doing such a wonderful job. Thank you. Uh, and then there's also another one called Arcadia that's not too far away, and the Great Kingdom of Drekus. Uh, they they do a very good job. They make great things, great food, uh, very prosperous. Uh, Are you familiar with old Arcadia? Uh, I I have some good stories about the place. I, I've heard great things. And, then welcome, uh, you know, honored guests. We shall uh, make room for mm. you within our temple. You shall tell us stories of old Arcadia, this knowledge that you bring us as tribute. Ah, sounds fantastic. You know, I know quite a bit. Uh, my buddy Daniel here knows more about the geography kind of style. Sunny that has great stories that are wonderful and, you know, almost folklore level stories, but they're wonderful stories. You should definitely listen to those, especially about Solemn. And, uh, you know, Woodsy Bill here, he's, I think he's going to get along better with the Rangers. You know, he's he likes the hunting kind of stuff. It'll be good. It'll be good. Hmm. The gods have seen fit to bring us the thing of which we have prayed for. Let us turn our eyes to the deities and thank them for their gifts. Tonight, we feast. Tonight, we celebrate. Tomorrow, we shall labor. You shall talk. We shall listen, and together we shall grow. Ah, I agree. Yeah, fantastic. I love it. I like your style. I like it a lot here. It's good. Y'all are y'all six are good together. I y'all, you know I'm sorry. Six of them all stand up while you're talking, and they turn and they begin to like file out through a, a door <laughs> in the back. Praise Dub. They stop when you say phrase dub and they turn back to look at you each and every one of them with scowl scowls and glowers we're still learning the area we're very sorry you know we just we're working on it don't worry we'll we want to learn about you as much you learn about us it's gonna be okay it's gonna work out well together information sharing very good togetherness very good 
Uh, are y'all familiar with something called a quesadilla? I think not, because you don't have cheese here. I can't make one for everybody, but I can make one for, we can split it to six parts for the rest of you. It'll be very good. May Varasi gently guide your soul when your time comes, strange woman with sword of steel. For that name brings ill tidings wherever it goes. I'm going to give him, like, a fuck you smile with my charisma check. <laughs> uh, 28 will heart. do. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a sickly sweet, like, mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, bless you. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah. Bless your soul. So oh, bless. bless you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going to bring us to our break. When we come back from break, we're in Ayu. We're going to have a feast tonight. There's going to be time to do whatever you want and walk around the city and talk to people and do whatever it is you want to do or just to fuck off. Um, But all that and more waiting for us on the other side of our. One. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drekus Chapter 3. We're in Ayu. And Ayu is a nice place. It's a pretty good place. And the people here are curious about you and your foreign form of dress and your weird accents and this quesadilla that you keep talking about, but also it doesn't appear like there's a lot of cheese around here, so you're gonna be running out of quesadilla cheese basically any day. You know, it's it's real soon. No, we're not, because let me tell you what, we're about to talk up the Halflings cheese production in a major way. The Halflings are about to get a good influx of trade. Yeah, but how is that going to help you get cheese? In the short term, it will not. But in the long term, it will. He's looking to the future, Neil. It's a long long game here, okay? It's not a short game. He's playing the long game. When this is my island in the future, you know, I need the cheese (laughs) to be already coming in. Excellent. Well, um, right track? Maybe this is the one. It is going to be a festival tonight. The leaders of Ayu come out and they stand up on their rocks and they get everyone's attention and they speak into their great Alpahorn-like things and they declare a feast. They declare the gods have blessed everyone today and four travelers from far away have brought um, a sacrifice and they've brought an offering and they have brought gifts and we will feast tonight and the town erupts in celebration. And so you are free good. to do what you want. Remember, the offering was uh, the knowledge. Oh, okay. The good. sacrifice is what we're concerned about. Yeah, we're going to have a little this quick is, talk. Like, this is... So um, I'm going to go over and talk to someone and be like, look, so sacrifice. Uh, Who's someone? Brought that. Are you talking just to a random person? Like who? No, well, if we're still in the room, they left us completely over in the chamber room with no one else there. Well, they left you here with the guards. They went out through a back room and upstairs. You get let out through the front, and that's when you see well, them up on the entire station. Yeah, yeah. Before and we that's get when too they say far, the words about sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, we're going to turn around and go, uh, no sacrifice was brought? They shrug. I go, okay, so I'm going to go talk to them, and I'm going to walk back in the room. Um... Umpala will, will pause, pause you and be like, the leaders, the great keepers, they speak at their will, not at yours. You have been granted audience. You will speak with them again tomorrow, after this feast. Absolutely. You know, that makes total sense. That's good to know in the etiquette notes. That's very good. 
So uh, we brought uh, information exchange, but the sacrifice thing, uh, I see five of us, and five of us will leave when necessary. Yeah? Yes. Not On my word as a ranger, as long as you break no laws worthy of death, all five of you shall leave. Okay. As long as we're on the same wavelength here. Now, just to What be is curious, a wavelength? Uh, I don't know. You know he keeps it's saying It's kind of like the ocean. It moves in a single line. They all go together. You know, you look what? out the ocean. They kind of move together. Yeah. They haven't invented three-phase yet, man. I See, know. It's str- I'm struggling with it right now. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, you know what's better than three-phase power? Four-phase power. No, it's not. <laughs> DC is actually much better, but that's a... Ooh, I don't think we want to waste an hour on that topic. <laughs> uh, DC stands for dog shit. AC uh, all the way. DC stands for... Uh, directly... Uh, I don't know either. I'm for donkey cock? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, all right, you <laughs> engineers. Tone it down. I'm all a right. civil engineer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So here we are. You've got I. You've got the village, the town, the city, the whole island to do whatever you want with. You yes. can all hang together. You can run around it independently. You can investigate. What is it that you want to do? What are your, do you have like grand mission objectives? Are you going to try and achieve any of them? Or are you just going to hang out and have like a good time? Because you could just like meet locals and have a great time. Or you could do those mission objectives that the people who are blackmailing you or grabbing you or whatever no you one is being are. blackmailed calm down there's <laughs> none of us are blackmailed okay everybody's got a very clear concise objective no blackmail to fall sorry i don't know why you I was, say those words i was throwing out random words that might you know be motivations it, I'm not trying to paint anyone with any colors here uh but what would so, you like to do and let's go in let's just do in an order starting with bill bill what are you what are your plans for the evening well they said we're gonna feast. I and... know. I think you should feast the shit out of this. Yeah, I think absolutely. You should be good friends with the Rangers. You got this. Uh yeah, it's gonna go great. I've, you, got you know it, what? It, it actually is gonna go great. I'm so excited to talk about that raft I made. I wonder how. How do you think they built those walls? Do you, like, did they boat the rocks over? Like, did they, where did they get the stone? How did they do it? I believe question. in you, Bill. The, you got who cares mindset. where they got the rocks? How did they get the rocks over here, though? Oh, be able to how do you learn more about boat making? That's badass, Mr. Bill. So it sounds uh, like... But, but, uh, how are the rocks so shiny, though? So it sounds like Bill is really interested in shiny rocks. Sometimes. And uh, you're going to be spending your evening feasting and talking with people about how Ayu came to be and its history. Yeah. That sounds great. That's that's what I heard. <laughs> you correct me if yeah, I'm that's wrong. What, that's what Yes, that that's exactly what's gonna happen. Okay. Sunny, what are your plans for this evening in Ayu? I'm gonna take the goblin. Uh-huh. We're gonna get clothes, but while we're getting clothes, Sunny is going to uh, use this as a scouting opportunity. We're gonna go clothes mm. shopping at multiple places. And mm. I'm going to scout out the uh, formations on the walls. Mm. Um, where are the guards? How many guards are there? Like, who's patrolling? What are mm-hmm. they wearing? Do mm-hmm. I see any wizards? Do I see any clerics? Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to go to, like, four or five, maybe six stores, and I'm going to blow 
uh, one emerald's worth of gold doing this. Ooh, are you the one who's holding the money? Well, I'm going to get an emerald because I need to go buy things. Okay, Whoa. who's got the emeralds? Not me. They're not emeralds. We have the tanzanite. Oh, that's right. Tourmalines. Uh, and I will give Sunny one of the tourmalines. That's fine. Excellent. All right. I'm going to spend half of that on that goblin energy. bling. And I'll Goblin. keep the other half on me. Right. How much can I swap it over for in gold? Um, that's gonna be up to how much you can talk up this gem. Cause you're gonna have to find someone to swap it out for coinage, right? Yeah. Give me your best. Ooh. What story are you gonna tell? I'm gonna tell how this is one of the most sought after <clears throat> gems in all of uh, Bravo. Uh, it is just found out from the dwarves in the mountains. Mm. I was able to uh, barter for it from a dwarf who was on their way back to the mountains but needed supplies. Mm. I kind of fucked them over, and now I would like to sell this. And if you ever meet a mountain dwarf, you can sell this for upwards of 200 gold pieces easily. Hmm. All right. Sounds like a great story. Give me a storytelling check. 30. Fucking Ooh. 30. Jesus. You know what? They do trade with mountain dwarves. Um, they they take the swamp and up the river right to the mountain dwarf hideout. And every now and then they do it. And that's where they get the metal goods that they do have. And a gem that you could trade to mountain dwarves for 200 gold. Well, they'll happily give you 150 gold for that. Deal. Excellent. Um, and with this 150 gold, you can easily outfit your goblin in the finest. I'm going to goblin out in 75 gold worth of shit. Yeah. Well, you're going to need the 75 Ballin'. gold because the city goblins don't want to deal with this filthy jungle goblin. But when you throw that much money in their face, they'll deal. They'll absolutely deal. Like, everyone's got principles up until you hit the point. <laughs> And then those principles are just really kind of fluid, you know? What's 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 the difference between water and ice, you know? Um, yeah, so at the end of this... Well, Mott, Mott is going to be walking around in a, um, a woven skirt, which is a weird thing for Mott to wear. Uh, but it's got, like, what do you call it? Skirt things? Yeah, it's got skirt things, right? It's like a woven grass skirt, but the, the grass has been um, dipped in, like, uh, beeswax, and so it repels water, it holds its form, it's not going to rot. But also that beeswax has that, like, smell of honey on it. It's a little bit sweet-smelling. And you can also press into the beeswax patterns, and they roll these... Um, like carved pieces of wood across the beeswax to give it like a texture. Now, of course, if you sit down on the skirt, you're going to slightly smush it out. And so the front is textured in certain ways and the back isn't because that's how it's designed. And you're going to have to come and update it from time to time if you want to like be looking in the highest of fashion because like all old things in the old world, everything needs constant repair because technology back then sucks and materials kind of suck and you're always kind of screwed. Like you got drums and you beat your drums a long time, eventually your drums stretch, and then you have to submerge it in water to tighten everything back up again. It's just a pain in the ass, but that's what it is for the skirt. She's got this cool top that is made from what they call Ravager leather. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Um, and it has little teeth across the collars and on the sides, and the arms have like these slits that split Very them open, nice. so they're pinned with teeth on here, and then the, like the flares open 
So you can see skin down to the elbow where it's pinned again, and then skin down to the armpit where it's pinned again around the shoulders. It's like really fancy, loose, flowing, blingy. Um, you know, she's a she's a great looking goblin now. Nice. She is. As we're walking yeah. around town now. He, she, no I can't more... remember. It's a no, goblin. You never, looks. You never said. Probably pretty accurate. Well, I didn't know they were so fluid. I just I was unsure. They're not fluid. We... They just look alike. <laughs> you know? Are we fitting in with the other goblins around town oh, now? Is that how it is? Uh, when she's walking around, um, mostly, like you, you've stopped getting the weird looks. But as soon as she starts talking, like you can hear the jungle goblin versus the forest goblin in the speech. Can't um, fix that right now. You can't fix that, right? But you can at least hide. You can at least do away with most of the. Um, dirty looks and like instant distaste. Cool. Which is nice. This will get us into the shop. So I'm going to go to like another four or five shops. We're going to check them out. But while Mott is going around perusing the items in the shop, hopefully not stealing anything because I'm not mm-hmm. paying too good of attention to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be looking around at the various uh, armaments, um, guards, all that. Yeah, they have a lot of wicker shields and stone spears. You're looking at this, and you're rec- you're remembering like the chainmail, even though it's bronze or brass chainmail back home. It's going to be pretty effective against stone tools. And the wicker shields, like a wicker, is actually a useful. Sh- it works as well as a shield, but like after after a couple of battles, the you shield's going to need yeah. to be replaced. You know, so. It's the sort the gear will degrade quickly. It will break quickly. It will need constant replenishment. Um, and also wicker shield versus fireball, not a great combination. You know? <laughs> Any bowmen? Yes, plenty of bowmen. Lots and lots of bowmen, lots and lots of arrows, lots and lots of archers. Arrows uh, are also with wood. Um, wood, bone, stone, uh, combination of just whatever is available. But you're going to notice the real thing here is the number of clerics and sorcerers is just uncomfortably high. Like, maybe there's, you know, 50 guardsmen that you see with spears and bows, but then there's also, like, 10 clerics and 10 sorcerers on top of that. Got it. The, the spellcaster to soldier ratio to, to, to martial ratio is uncomfortable like really uncomfortable there's a lot of spellcasters here i take that into account yeah uh we leave the shop we go back to the group did mott steal anything under my nose no but mata will come up to you and say i need bucket (laughs) uh i'll ask the nearest guard excuse me where do we use the where do we use the toilet oh yeah and they will lead you over to an area where someone has drilled a hole somehow through the stone and like there's what sounds like seawater just sort of sloshing below. Um, and it's just a, a straight shot into a, a, a filthy <sighs> shitty sea cavern. Thanks, hon. And I give him a gold. <laughs> He'll take the gold and walk away. It's happy. Yeah, good day. Next up is Hank. Hank, what are you doing this evening with the feasting and the partying and the celebrating? And what, What's your plan, Hank? 
you know, this is a fantastic place. Hank hasn't been here before, but you know what? Hank has been in this kind of place before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a wonderful place. It's an isolated place. There's a whole lot of people doing a whole lot of very upstanding things for the, for the country, for the, the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was listening earlier that there is, you know, they were all following to Yaka is actually who they were following underneath. So it sounded like yeah. there was a little bit of feudal system that we, we know and love, which means <laughs> there's people who love the feudal system that we know and love. Those are the best kind of people. So he's going to go to the, uh, the side of town that looks the uh, least upstanding mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as soon as possible. And we're going to find a, a location that uh, people are congregating in to uh, enjoy after doing a hard day of work, which is usually the least like uh, desirable, you know, the mm-hmm. most looked down upon. Those kind of people, those are Hank's kind of people, you know, coming through in the dirty situation. And uh, is there uh, one side of town that's looking that kind of way, or is it all pretty? Uh, well, every place communal? you go feels like that sort of town. Like everyone is living in Stone Age tech in like dirty huts with thatched roofs that, but are like not good thatched roofs, and like you know, it's actual dirt floors, and no one has anything. Like it takes a while to get the vibe of what is actually the lower. Um, class in this area. Well, right. So, I mean, is there is there some jobs that are looked down upon very easily? If like we're talking to people, like, hey, you know, I've just got here. Like, where do I want to go? What do I want to see? If they're like, definitely don't go over there. Like, that's easily the direction I want to go every single. Hmm. A good question. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm asking where I want to go, where I don't want to go. Like, where's a where's a bad place to be? Like, I I don't want to end up in bad kind of town like side of town like where 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 do we end up at yeah i need to sample some very old notes mm. the uh the old google docs give me a moment neil did you write these ones down on an actual piece of paper no they're digital are you sure digital. yes i have like i found okay. many okay. notes I don't know if I found the right note. Oh, here we go. Ayu. Oyu. Ooh, that's good. Mm. Mm. He hasn't given me these for the wiki from when he ended. Hmm. <laughs> mm. It's good. That's exactly what Hank is looking for. The mm, as the people look around and like they look at each other, they kind of talk about system. what's going on. Like you know what? Like you don't want to go over there. Those are the the dirty. Fishermen? No, probably not. Those people provide good food. The oh, dirty, the, they uh, probably beavers, are dirty, though. Or they are probably kind of dirty. Uh, but you smell out. Uh, there, so you'll find, as you're talking about this, you're going to find that the, there's definitely like a super strict class system going on here. Where mm-hmm. if you're born into a fishing family, you're a fisherman forever. You know, um, there's a group of people who go to the mainland and gather resources and bring them back, uh, and that's those are the woodsmen, and they're always the woodsmen, and they're they're going to do that forever, right? Then you've got the the builders who are always builders. You've got the tailors who's al- who are always tailors, right? There's it's a very strict you fit in this role in society, um, okay. and the lowest of these is the miscellaneous laborers. Um, it's the sort of people whose job it is to be a helpful hand wherever you want. And you're also getting the impression that there's like a certain amount of like pseudo communism going on here 
where like the laborers, this low, low caste, gets paid by the state, and their job is just to be available, to be uh, yelled at, to come like help someone with something. And so mm-hmm. they sort of wander town during their time, and then when someone needs help with something, the laborer just comes and like holds this or lifts this or moves these things here. Uh, they do all the bitch work. Um, and then no one actually pays them anything because you can just grab whichever one you want, whenever you want, and they just all get a flat rate from the state. Um, and okay. so this laboring class is the, the lowest of the low in this society. Okay, um, so it sounds good. So yeah. And they live on I... the north side of the island with no view of the mainland. It is considered the worst part because all there is to see is the open ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely the worst part, 100%. Worst part, uh, that ocean view is just, <laughs> you know. Trash. Total trash. Total Everyone else wants to be able to see the mountains and the and the big island. All right, so I would like to sell also one of our tourmalines to somebody along the way. And, you know, I'm going to tell them that these are some of the greatest tourmalines that's ever been sold in Solemn. That these are out of a, a fantastic mountain. That these are wonderful, beautiful gems never find anything like this in your life the best truly the best and dwarves love these they no love them for their rings they love these for their mm-hmm. for their mm-hmm. shoes they love mm-hmm. them for mm-hmm. just showing off and you know just being general dwarves I mean who likes a dwarf <laughs> uh, well give unless me unless it's a dwarf and then we're not going to do that last part give me <laughs> um, there's no dwarves here actually uh, give me a storytelling check do you have that proficiency I do. It's an uh, 18. You, you give them the story about this great gem, and you hand them this formalin, and they look at it, and they look at you, and they go, taste and solemn must be bad. This is ugly rock. Uh, oh, well, that is what it is, you know? I trade you, you don't like it, that's fine. I trade you five gold. Ah, you know what? I appreciate your time. I understand we have different tastes here. That's okay. I'll take it back, and I will try to, uh, I'll just leave. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Later. We'll come back to you in a little bit. We're going to go on to Daniel. Daniel, what are you going to spend the evening doing here in IU? Uh, what I'm going to do is make a map of the island. Uh-huh. But, you see, I know they're, gonna, they're probably going to inspect my book, so I'm not using normal notation. I'm using a surveyor's notation. So it won't appear as a map if you were to look at the page. I I think of it as uh, encoding things in a computer. Okay. All right. So they could look at it and it'll be gibberish. I'm using Drakissi for gibberish. Right. Um, Right. So um, they're not going to know that I've drawn a a tactical map of their thing. I can decode it later on. Mm Mm-hmm. So this isn't, it's not a picture, it's just like a series no. of lines and numbers and... Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, excellent. Um, Why don't you make me a cartography check in order to do this in the evening with the city around and the hustle and the bustle and with a limited access to good viewing points and doing your best to like measure the angle of this road by your eyeball because you can't pull out your... your Protractor yeah, and your plumb bell and everything. Yeah. Uh, but 24 is plum great, bob. you know. Not plumb bell. Plumb bell. Plumb bob. Got it. It's like Bob's uh, Yeah. So you word, do great. 
you're going to make yourself a nice, good map of town. It's going to be fantastic. Mm. Yeah, but how many entrances are there? Just one entrance? Uh, there seem to be two entrances. There's the one that was next to the dock that you came through. And then mm-hmm. there's a big double gate at the south of town closest to the main landmass. Oh, I'm asking, oh, what's... Where, I didn't come in this entry. Why is there a big double gate here? I asked a guard. For opening and for closing. I meant, like, the dock's on the side. Why is the gate on this side? For walking. You can walk on water? Wow. The guard chuckles and pats you on the shoulder um, and goes back to their cup and we'll, we'll take a big right. swig. Um, you'll see a pair of forest gnomes hanging out in a large tree next to the gate who are just sort of shaking their heads at the, the guard and chatting amongst themselves. Like a, it's an ash tree, I think, that they're hanging out in. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go back to Bill, though. Bill... You would express some interest in exploring the history of the area and learning how it got made, but we didn't make any checks um, or roll any encounters or anything like that for you. So what are you, how are you going to do this? Like mechanically, how do you learn these secrets? You know, I'm going to like look at everything. I noticed they got a whole bunch of stone like equipment and Mm -hmm. like, sure. I've had to, in a pinch, like use, use a rock to, like as a makeshift hammer right. or oops, I broke the rock I was using as a hammer, but Hey, now it's conveniently a knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. So I'll ask them like about their tool making. Ah, and just like, like they actively are using rocks. Like I've never, I've probably never seen obsidian before. Probably not. Like, I don't live near a volcano. Yeah. Never seen mm-hmm. that before. I'm just like, is the rock normally that shiny? How does it not break? Is it is it strong? Is it like how does it work? How does the rock work? Like do you, you have to like, polish check. it all the time? Yeah, sure. Oh boy. Oh Man, my god. It. Killed the charisma check. It's a twenty-eight. So yeah, the guy sees you or hears you talking about this and he shakes his head and goes, No, my friend. This is special right rock. It come from the heart of Earth. It come with hot magma this rock very special what what's what's magma magma is hot rock on surface no magma is hot rock underground lava is hot rock on surface okay so you just like throw a rock and throw the rock in a pot over a fire i show you i show you and he will take you um, just around the corner to his little hut Mm -hmm. and you can see there's a big block there and there's a stone that's been like carved, like not a lava, lava stone, just a regular old piece of granite or something that's been carved in a way that you can hold it. And it's got like a perfectly you know, angled edge. And I'll pick up this other sort of dingy rock and I'll smack it and a chunk will slide off. And what's remaining is like a pretty smooth, flat, shiny bit. And then I'll chunk it on the other side and tap, 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 tap. And after like two or three minutes of tapping, he's got this nice ridge running down it. And he'll like run, um, he'll look around for something. And I'll take a bit of of leather and he'll like and cut through the leather. And this this obsidian rock, I know it's just a fucking rock, but like as a blade, it is sharp. It is super sharp. And when you go to play with it, this blade is sharper than your sword. It's a rock. It's sharp, more fragile, but, fuck, but it's right? sharp. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's going to be super brittle. 
Mm. Uh, just like, wow, this is a, this, this is sharp. Damn. Yes. It is special rock. Very special yeah. rock. Yeah, it is indeed. But how how well does it hold up with use? Pretty good. You keep cutting, and it works. Uh, but don't drop. Really? Why? Why, why not? Is it? Oh, is uh, it? Is it fragile? Yes. Sharp, but fragile. Little fragile. Not not super fragile, but little fragile. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Makes good arrowhead, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he'll show you over to this tool that he's making. Apparently, he's making an axe mm-hmm. of some kind. And it's got, like, a long wooden haft. And it's got, you know, kind of a, a head up top. But then it's got all of these, like, sharp-tooth-looking pieces of obsidian dotting along the edge of this axe. Yeah. So it's not, like, a, a nice big one solid piece of axe head, but, you know, it's toothed axe with um, mm-hmm. obsidian points all along both sides. Shows it to you. It's still in progress. The other mm-hmm. side is not done, but the side is very good. I give to one of the rangers. They, they will take heads with this. Oh, that's a little gruesome, but you know what? It looks pretty, pretty intimidating. Yes. I wouldn't want someone running at me with that. No. And all, all I got is this knife. Uh, you pull out your knife and they look at it with such wonder and awe and there's like drool running down their lips you have beautiful dwarven knife great friend made it for me you have friends with dwarf how how you make friends they know when you bring when you bring people food enough they Mm. just love you Mm, that's true this is true. And you know what dwarves love? They love meat. This is true. I'm very good at going out there and finding delicious tasting animals. Ah, you're a hunter. Yes, yes. Though, it's definitely a little more crazy here than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll chat with you about yeah. these things. We'll talk and... about tools. and Yeah, um, it appears I that definitely... they're a, a primarily Neolithic industry. Yeah. Um, they... They do trade with dwarves from time to time. That river that you came down, uh, mm-hmm. they will trade with dwarves in that. Let me actually change that. There's a, a dwarven uh, outpost apparently in the hills here, like where that river goes. And there's another uh, dwarven outpost up the swamp over here. Um, and so they'll trade with either of these two dwarven groups. Yeah. Um, for so you say there's a metal. there's a swamp. Yes. I've never heard anything good about swamps. What? Does that still hold true? The swamp is good. Really? Yeah. So not everything is looking to kill you around every turn? What do you mean? Well, what what I mean is swamps, by nothing good, swamps are always dangerous. Oh, oh yeah, swamp is very dangerous. Okay, any more or less so than everywhere else? Mm, They take a look at their encounter table... <laughs> um. Hmm. Or is it just a different? Hmm. Let's see. Swamp have no gorillas. Swamp have no orcs. Swamp have no blink tigers. 
Swamp has no big dinosaurs, no bamboo walker, no graboid, no fire monkey. So Swamp, not too bad. Uh, but Swamp do have lizard folk and crocodile and... Lizard? You mean like giant lizard people? Uh, yeah, I mean lizard people, but lizard man, lizard people, lizard folk, uh, human size, long tail, spears, their their clerics turn into alligators and crocodiles. Uh, lots of spells can summon crocodiles. Um, Are they nice? No. Okay. No. They are very bad tempered. Also, uh, they, dumb. They just can't take a good joke, can they? <laughs> no. No. Uh, they also very dumb. Not very smart. Yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Yep. No ravagers in swamp. That's nice. No, those things are nasty. You got face swords spiders, for arms, basically. No gorillas, no giant gorillas, no displacer beast, no allosaurus, no tyrannosaurus. Um, a of, yeah. A lot of sauruses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, are the are the rocks of the big building in the middle of town, are they the same as, the, these, as these rocks? No. Uh, no? Okay. This one, and you pull up a piece of pumice. This is, this is rock. light. Light rock. Yep, they float on water. It's very good. You're shitting me. No, rocks don't float. <laughs> They'll take you over to a bucket filled with water, and it'll drop the rock, and it'll float. Duck rock. I have a question. Excellent. Yes. If, uh... If someone with an obsidian blade hits someone mm -hmm. in plate mail, mm -hmm. and like, let's say they hit the armor, is it just going to break? Probably. This is a fantastic <laughs> question. Um, I'll tell Imric. Yeah, <laughs> this is the sort of thing that you would actually need to test to know about. Um, and I'm sure someone out there who is, you know, more involved in the weapon making side of things might already know an answer to this. I think Dark Sun has rules for it. If you want yeah. to look, I don't know them though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're definitely gonna have problems. They're definitely not gonna be effective. We do. Um, if you have a steel weapon, you have a plus one against enemies in metal armor, like a brass or bronze armor. So we would be doing at least the inverse. At the bare yeah. minimum, you'd be having a penalty of one to hit with stone weapons against um, bronze or brass armors. Might even be worse for crushing blows. Yeah, and then there might be additional rolls for things breaking and falling apart. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely, like, you're going to be better off in metal armor against these There's weapons. a reason that we use... Yes. Like, yeah, what we yeah. use. Um, obsidian might be nice for, like, really careful tools. Obsidian's also a huge pain in the ass to work with. It's, like, it's a huge pain in the ass to work with. You could be like making your obsidian knife and it's all going along and you could get to the very end of it and you could hit just wrong and the whole thing could break and you have to start all over from scratch. Whereas metal things, like if you fuck it up a little bit, you can unfuck yourself. Um, so there, there are a few reasons, but metal Iron Age tech is way better than Stone Age tech. Just, yeah. Unless you're needing a scalpel or something. Um, cool. Sounds good. So, our party has investigated. We've learned the origins of things. We've learned that the rocks from Ayu, the, the stone walls, were imported um, one at a time on canoes 
or across um, a shallow area. There is what you can see during the daylight when it's daylight, if you're on the walls of Ayu, you can see that there there is a strait between Ayu and the mainland that is maybe only like three or four feet deep. And when the tide gets really, really low, then it becomes a, a walkable land bridge for a short period of time. Um, and so they'll sometimes carry things that way, but it's, it's a long distance to go carrying fucking heavy blocks. And so they mostly cart them one at a time across the ocean with big ass canoes and it took forever to build the walls. But the walls are not made of pumice. The walls are not made of pumice, no. Okay. So just float them. That would be that would be fun. I wonder if you could make a raft out of pumice. Probably not. It would probably crack at some good. point. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Probably not build. a great building material. Cool. Well, it sounds like everyone has a great time that night. Everyone finds their mm. niche. Um, one of you is making maps and exploring the city. Some of you are getting really in with people. One of you is buying clothes and visiting folks and keeping an eye on soldiers and guard counts. And uh, by the end of the night, let's take a look at our mission objectives here. Rod chapter three, mission objective. It's probably pinned somewhere. Uh, learn about the following. Local alliances, powerful individuals, monsters of the land, environment and its dangers, location of major towns and cities. So we've learned a little bit about the, the structure. Yaka seems to be at the heart of this empire. Um, powerful individuals. We don't know any of the powerful individuals in Ayu yet. Like there is a council of six folks, seemingly, um, but we don't really know anything about them. Uh, Monster of the Land, you got a whole bunch of names of creatures and it, it mm -hmm. seems like you're gonna figure out monsters just by traveling and talking to people. Mm. Um, Ayu's environment, you've got a good map of it and you've got a good idea of the guards. So I would say you know Ayu's environment and dangers. You know its location. Um, da -da 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 -da. Do you, have you identified any locals who could aid the invasion, either undermining the establishment, switching sides, or those that can just provide aid? I think we are working on it. I we mean, were thinking we're that the, the worst part of town. Mm, okay. All right. Well, the night will end. Direction. We'll see what the next day holds. The next day, you're coming to a meeting. And this meeting isn't just with that Council of Six. This meeting is with the Matriarch of Ayu. It's a half-elf named Opal. Uh, matriarch, Queen, Empress is probably too much. She likes to go by Matriarch, it seems, of Ayu. And she is in, she's a half-elf. She's got, uh, she's tall with long blonde hair held back with like pointy, like knife looking things, but they're more like cylindrical. Like, um, you ever seen like a planting tool that helps you poke a hole in the ground to put your seeds and then it has like rings yeah. around it to show you the, the depth that you're planting to, uh, two of those in her hair. She has an elven silk gown, silver bracelets and earrings, and she will be sitting on throne, a wicker throne that has been brought into this room. Uh, the same room that you were meeting and then the council of six sits behind her at that big table and the rest of you are brought in to this, this room and the guards are here. In fact, the, the same rangers that brought you here are here but there's also two clerics two sorcerers and four other uh, men at arms here just to make sure everybody's on the up and up. You know? How hot oh, is yeah, the matriarch? Oh, you know, that was probably um, rolled back in the day. Where's your answer? Let's see. She's a uh, she's she's got at least fourteen hotness. 
natively, but then you add like queen and power and like the right clothes and vibes, and that sixteen, that that fourteen probably becomes a sixteen. Nice. You know when you're you're putting it together properly. But party, here you are. They're gonna sit you down, room, and they're gonna talk to you. Here we go. Anyone want tea? <laughs> um, I guess you do have a moment to talk sometime to that the whole party can get together before this moment occurs. You know you're going to be meeting the council and the, the queen. Is there anything that you contact? need to discuss <laughs> with yourself before? Um, no. Cool. All right, well Wait, then. I have a question. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm. You know what? Change my mind. I'm not gonna do. It. Mm -hmm. Send it. Love it. All right. Mm. Here you are. The queen is there. There's a lute player and a harp player over there, giving some nice, gentle atmosphere to this meeting. She seems soft and um, sort of polite and gentle. She sits on this throne in front of her council members, and she just quietly, gently says, Visitors from far away, ladies, gentlemen, and goblins, I hear you know so much of far-off lands like Solemn and ancient Arcadia. We hear in Ayu long stories of these places. Could you tell us a little about, bit about these places? As much as you know, actually. Well, that's a great question. I love your question. That's a fantastic question. So which part do you really want to know about the most? I mean, are you interested in the people, the landscape? The, you know the culture you know it just depends on what you want to know you know what what would you like to hear first hmm. we would like to know of the people and the land the is people. is the land greater um larger than here in arcadia is it smaller well, so... it's just... larger well... in uh, landmaster I see. And, uh, well, and there's more developed land, and that is, there's not jungles covering it. Like there's uh, plains and fields, uh, and farmable land, like you would have over the Halfling territory. But that c covers m much of the Arcadia land. So there is Arcadia a land. great and abundant food that one does not need mm -hmm. to fight monsters and battle the elements to acquire. Yes, but people still fight one another over who controls well, what land. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of food. There's a lot of food, a lot of good well, land. Well, yeah, a lot of food. Yeah, just yeah, a big war over it. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, but a lot of food. That's where it's important. There's a lot of food. There's been food, war in your region. Oh, yeah. Of course there's yeah. war. There's always war. People get jealous. Yeah. You know how it goes. People want what other people have. You know, it's it's kind of like dragons. People, dragons fight. Dragons Oh, yeah, there's fight. a red dragon in charge of one of the factions. Yeah. Who, wait, so. I need to know. I need to know this right now. Mm -hmm. How, what's the sitting order like? And is there like a desk in between us? Uh, the Am I sitting next to my friends? Five of you are standing. Um, we should uh, at the top of this map over here. I have five tokens. Why don't you arrange gonna... yourself in the order that you want? Um, we'll say the queen uh, is 
where Ayu is. Um, I don't care where I'm going. If we're just standing, it doesn't matter. If we were sitting, I was yeah. going to put a dagger to fucking McTaggy's stomach. Ah, <laughs> I see. I see. Remember what I said about truth as a resource? Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying there was a war. That wasn't exactly... <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going to do a whisper. Can I whisper over to McTaggy's character? Yeah. And then Daniel. What do you say? I'm going to... I'm gonna fucking kill you if you keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think this is a war on. And this great land where fertile fields lie everywhere and dragons rule and wars are fought. Um, is it... Are there very many people? Uh, yes, people are prospering. And we have seen you with metal implements. Here, only such things can be made by dwarves or occasionally by elves. Um, yet you carry them about as if you were grand nobles. And yet you appear to be nothing, no offense well, intended, more common than an ordinary uh, seaman. Well, I understand that. That's a really good point there. I understand the, the misinterpretation. Well, sometimes when the, the ship goes down, you don't, lose, you don't get all the things you really want with you, you know? Uh, the ship goes down, things sink, so on and so forth. But over there, yeah, I mean, people work with metals. I mean, the copper system is alive and thriving. People love the copper over there. It's one of the best. standard. Uh, but uh i mean over here you know how it goes you know i understand the dwarves kind of hold on to the metal is kind of what it seems like but over there we got we got a lot of metal i mean look at do you we, have dwarves you in your land yeah you have dwarves and they're very good craftsmen i mean i don't let me shade the dwarves they're doing a very good job of what they do but the rest of us can work with the metals as well there's so much to share there's so much going on I mean, especially when you're working with land and stone and everything like that, having metal tools is very valuable. I've mm. looked around, you know, as I, I traveled last night, and, you know, I saw there's a lot of wicker stuff, which is which is good. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of a lot of leather, which leather is very good, especially those ravager people. They're awful. Really don't like them. But the rest of us, you know, we really work hard on, on our metals. And most of the army, I mean, really most of the army's rocking some chains. Uh, are you familiar with chain metal? We have seen dwarves armored in rings of chain, small rings interlocking with one another. Is that what you refer? That is exactly what I refer. And, and even in the the big wars where people go to truly to to fight off the worms, I mean, I, you've got them coming off the mountains in the small variety. There was a very large, very, very large, uh, I mean, exceptionally large. The McGarry's did a great job. Great job. Couldn't do any better uh, dealing with that. Who are and, these uh, McGarry's? Speaking mean, uh, of, of these wondrous names, it sounds they're, so they're... foreign and exotic. It rolls off the tongue with a, a grace that McGarry. What a beautiful name. <laughs> it is a fantastic name. I mean, they, they came from a, a high nobility status. They were a little, you know, as you work through, you've got your six, but over there, you know, lineage is very important. Uh, who your children are or helped mm. to fetch a higher standard. And they, they rose to a fantastic standard. They dealt with one of the greatest worms of all time. They oppressed an entire region. I mean, almost, I would say, as large as... Well, not as large as Bravo, but it was pretty close. It was a debatable level of status. 
and they uh, they brought them all under the, the fold of the Drekus Empire. You know, they're doing a great job over there. Ten out of ten. Couldn't you know? I don't think they could do it again if they tried. I mean, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the McGarrys were a lower class noble family and they rose up and did one of the most beautiful heroic things I've ever seen. My lower husband. class? They aren't was the queen. My... Now they were very yeah, look, so there's some debates among the people. With their Regardless, aim. you know, as anybody goes, different people have different opinions. Regardless, they did a great job. They brought everybody, you know, they defeated a great red dragon. I mean, truly a great red dragon. Not a not a small little worm, not like a, you know, medium size, like, ooh, mm-hmm. that seems like a bad time, or mm-hmm. or kind of a little bit bigger of, oh, uh, I'm not dealing with that ever. They dealt with the, one of the, the largest of all time. I mean, And truly, these warriors and rule job. your society? These McGarrys? No, they are uh, close to the queen. Uh, they're uh, her, her kin, close to her, and they are great warriors who uh, helped her along the path. Uh, and they brought uh, one of the worst empires, truly. They were desolate underneath the Red Dragon, truly having a real bad time. They couldn't do anything. I mean, they could barely walk outside without fire raining down on them. And they, you know, they saved those people and brought them to fruition, you know, brought them uh, up in the world. They can go outside now. It's a true and bonus to them. Why are these McGarrys not the leaders, then? If they are the strongest, surely they must be in charge, well, I, you know, that's a great question. I've always wanted to ask him that, but I've never been able to get close enough to him to really, you know, have a great one-on-one conversation with him. But what I'm told is their humility. You know, they just, they love the Empire so much, they really wanted to prop it up. Sometimes you got warriors underneath you who are better with the sword than you, I'm sure. Yeah? Never. There's no better warrior than you with the sword? No, says the queen. That's very impressive. That's not at all how it works over there. That's that's quite amazing. So your leaders are born into their position and the strong warriors just follow them? Yeah, not always. Duty? Well, you know, you seem to have quite a bit of spellcasters here. Sometimes intelligence is just as important as, as uh, brawn, you know? Going about a, a strategy in a good way is just as good as going about a strategy in a bad way, you know? So it's mm. it's important to, you know have a good mix of both. Sometimes your leaders are, you know, more smart than brawn. Sometimes they're more brawn than smart. It just kind of depends. The McGarry's are, they helped out a, a very smart leader, you know. they She knew who to put them in charge of a great task, and they were able to succeed. The queen then looks to Sunny. Lady, you have been awfully quiet. In your land, are women permitted to speak? <laughs> Oh, yes, actually, uh, our place is ruled by a queen. Is she a sorceress or a cleric? Uh, Do we even Sunny know she's a wizard? Sunny wouldn't know, right? Do regular people know? Yeah, you know that she's a spellcaster. But, like, it's uh, for non-wizards, it's really hard to know how powerful of a spellcaster a wizard is. But yeah. you know she's got some magic in her. No, she is a spellcaster. Hmm. A sorceress or a cleric? Or a druid? I shrug. Have you not met your queen? Has Sunny met the queen? No. Uh, no, I... Not directly, I've, no. I've only seen her in, um... Maybe a speech once? When I was a kid? Hmm. 
My dad used to be one of her guards, actually. <laughs> it was the queen before her, though. Let's see. And why does this land stay so far away? Why have we not had many visitors like you in the past? Because there's a whole ocean in between us and you. Surely and, a society uh, as great and mighty as the one you speak of must have a way of crossing the sea. Did you not cross the sea? We came and we shipwrecked. Our journey wasn't here, but I think uh, Malchus caused us to land on the shores. Mm. I have heard that Malchus keeps people away from here and only brings those that he permits. I shrug. Hmm. Making up a story. Mm-hmm. You want a proficiency okay. check? Uh, no. <laughs> I want to no. give it to you. Okay. <laughs> That's a good story. That's a good yeah. story. Yeah, thank you. She'll nod, and she'll then look at uh, Woodsy Bill and says, mm, You there, with the scars on your hands and face. What do you know of this seemingly wondrous land? Well, you know, it is, uh, it is a pretty healthy land. You know, I can, I spend my days mostly going out and about hunting whatever Nadinus has provided to us, uh, to mm -hmm. eat, um, can spend days, sometimes weeks out there hunting something specific. If someone has a particular taste or just gathering various herbs or in small animals to feed a family. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I don't quite frankly, the, the city life is a little, I kind of feel constrained inside. You know, I, I like the, I like enjoying what Nadinus has provided for well, us. The city you speak of, how oh, many souls does it occupy or occupy it? More than I can count. It's not more than much. more than a thousand. Actual numbers. I, I shrug. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Uh, Daniel, uh, the last Daniel, census is about twenty nine thousand. Census. Census. Twenty nine thousand. Yeah, well, the capital, but we have many cities across. Are they all so great? Well, not as great. That uh, that's. Greatest. How many people number in your your empire? I think that he only knows uh, that specific city. That's wait, all that wait, he Wait, I worked for the Surveyor General. Of course I know that. I mean, back in my village, we probably had like one or two hundred. Yeah. Like, um... Quite a Pretty bit remote. more than this island. Sunny Quite a bit speak more over than him. we seen to this day. In my oh, village, yeah, we only had about like 286 thousand hundreds uh, of thousands yeah although that's pre-war mm. numbers we probably have to do a new census post mm -hmm. we lost a lot of cities yeah, but gained some too we gained some but those were also gotten as i that's probably fine and what of this yeah. land solemn one of you is from there no oh yes yeah, sonny's from solemn right I hold my hand up and smile, yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, that... 
I will just make up stories about Solomon how I am just a like, minor whole pure bullshit. Does your character know anything about Solemn? Oh, there's probably... I don't know. Do, do I well, know anything about Solemn? But that's about it, right? sort of up to you to know how much you would know, but you're a... If you're just a common villager, you would know... You I'm know, a common, a common villager, but my dad worked for the old queen. <laughs> Did he ever throw anything down? Because he was the best sort of... Think, think about it this way. What rumors do you know about other continents right now in the world? Here's you may have never <laughs> been there. I'll tell you but it's like, note. you know, Asia's big and has lots of people. He can make stuff up like that. Yeah. Like just mm. rumors. And yeah, just well, I'm going to make, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pack in the, the bullshit with the truth. I probably know that Solemn is a massive continent and mm -hmm. I'm going to include that I am a princess of a small town. And then I'm kind of just going to describe my town <laughs> and, you know, kind of go on the fairy taleness of that. If You're a princess. Telling, I can help with in his bullshit story if i see there's a way i can like further like embellish his storytelling i would like to do so you know you're, just i am the great warrior princess sunny yeah why did you why did no one say this you, you would have been given appropriate lodgings and honors um for your rank and she like starts snapping her fingers at someone um, who will bring over a chair a small chair but a chair and place it not in line with the party, but like perpendicular. So there's like the party and the queen who's opposite of her, and then you're like on the side facing in. So it's like a, you know, a three sided. Is the 17 object. hotness lady in the room right now? Well, that's the queen. Oh, no, 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 no that no. was the guard. Yeah, yeah, she's here. She's, she's standing I'll point behind you. To them. Actually, I did tell them. I, I guess the message didn't make it over. <laughs> Umpala will step forward, drop to a knee take out her short spear, toss it on the ground, and lay her head, you know, forward and say, Your Highness, I am so sorry. I must not have heard. My ears have failed you. I resign. And the queen will shake her head and say, No, Umpala, it is fine. Much has happened. The woman seems to take no offense. Retrieve no, your spear bigger. and serve me further. Paul will grab the spear and stand back up and fall back in line very quickly. <clears throat> well, Princess, I apologize. I would have been referring to you directly. Would you like to dismiss your subordinates and we may speak in <laughs> private? I look over. I'm about to spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> I dismiss. Uh, yes, actually. Thank you. Um, I give Gee. a look to Hank, who is the, the leader of the party, and say, um, could my closest advisor stay? Of course. Uh, 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 okay. I'll whisper over, or I'll say, um, <laughs> Bill, would you please look after uh, Mata? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mata, come on, let's let's go. <laughs> Oh, 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 Bill, before you go, I'm going to hand uh, Bill my pack of yeah. all my stuff. Um, if you need anything from Mata, it is in the pack, I promise. Yeah. Like, Dan, I want to show you these floating rocks that they showed me last night. They're, I've never seen rocks that float, and I'll just, like, take them outside. Really excited about the floating rocks. Excellent. All right. I, they said they called them pumice. I, I think they're duck rocks. Okay. And I, I head out as well. 
<laughs> do we do we get to like a do we get to go to a smaller audience chamber? Oh yeah, you get or... yeah. The, but Done. instead of you know the queen having this whole official thing, now it's royalty on royalty, and so the vibe is different. Now we go to a private room with a window that looks out over the mountains and the sea a little bit. Um, and you know, there's like four servants in here who have all their heads bowed and have blindfolds over their faces, so they can't see anything. And they have to feel their way around the room. Um, the bring you whatever you want. Story. Uh, when we get in the room, we sit down, we start chat chatting. I'm going to pull out my locket, mm-hmm. and I'm going to show them. And I have a locket with the painting of each of my kids inside. Oh. So I'm going to show. I had this made especially locket. for me for this journey um, because I'm going to miss them and maybe never even see them again. So I oh. will uh, show them and explain that because um, I'm the warrior princess and I'm going on this journey to uh, do diplomacy with Arcadia, actually. Uh, that's why I have my Arcadian trusty right here. I point. Mm, mm. That um, small etiquette bow. Hopefully, I've learned some of their etiquette in this uh, shenanigans level of uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, uh, the kids. Yeah, and I'll explain kind of like who each kid is and tell a little bit about them. I know each noble family that they're staying with and went to. So mm-hmm. I'll also explain um, those families of nobility and like how the hierarchy works and, you'll and how I'm like pass the top. Off and... as Salome's stuff. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she'll sit, you got the blindfolded servants and then there's the three of you here and the queen will like take off her headdress and um, sit a little bit more comfortably and say, uh, well, tell me princess, you say you're a warrior and a princess, something I can deeply respect. Um, is your mission to Solemn to conquer, uh, to Arcadia to conquer it? To subjugate it to your own? No, uh, we're on a peaceful diplomatic mission when Malchus destroyed our boat. But, you know, how it kind of works. You go in with words and sometimes you have to use big stick. I like to use pointy sword. I don't know if you know, but I'm one of the only master uh, swordsmen in the world. She looks impressed, nods appropriately. We do not use these swords, although we have seen them in amongst the elves beyond the river. Swords are poorly made from stone. May I show you mine? Please. <laughs> I'll pull out my father's sword. Okay, it's not magical or anything, mm-hmm. but... It is beautiful and was hand forged by a legendary dwarven smith, and it looks absolutely stunning. Mm. Um, there is like embellishments in it, and the case, the leather uh, sheath, has um, a little bit of gem work. Not any that are actually worth a ton of money, but you know enough to walk around with that it looks um, super important and cool. Mm-hmm. He nods. Turns it over. She nods. Seems very impressed. Um, she hands it back to you carefully, gingerly. Well, uh, princess, what is your plan? You are here on bra- on our, this island of Arcadia. How will you get home? I shrug. Um... We're actually not sure. We landed near Bastion, and we've made our way here. On the words of halflings. 
Um, I killed. She thinks. Five, six, ravagers in the forest. So hmm. I think that I can handle myself pretty well here. I only worry for my subordinates. <laughs> she shrugs a little bit, as if like their lives don't matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> if I may recommend, the elves of the forest beyond the river are though only ones with ships. They may be able to take you to where you need to go beyond the seas. Sparing that, the wizards, sorcerers, the, the magic men of Riki may know arcane arts that allow for travel beyond sight. However, I believe those rumors to be over-exaggerations. If they were able to travel beyond sight, they would do so. The elves most certainly can travel by ship. We see them come through here from time to time. And it is known that they communicate with those beyond occasionally. You've may been I, most helpful. May I offer you an escort guard to the elven lands? Or wherever it is that you need to go? I see you have been... Um... You have been in contact with some of the lesser people of Arcadia. And perhaps you would be better off with a more hospitable cleric. Oof. <laughs> Sunny thinks for a moment. Well, I was actually going to ask you, is there any better way to travel around here? Um, it doesn't seem like you guys... I mean, I know you trade with dwarves, and it sounds like you trade with elves now. Do you just walk through the forest? From we take rivers. Location? Up and down that rivers. Makes sense. But we in Ayu are different than the rest of Arcadia. We have this beautiful city protected from all threats by walls and the greatest moat of all, we here are safe. The savages on the mainland, she says with derision, are less civilized. They deal more bluntly with their enemies. Yaka, built in the heart of Arcadia, is home to beings of unimaginable strength and power. Is there a chance that we can get... I don't know if there's a check or something for Mata, because she should be dressed in her finest, newest, decked-out clothes. She is, is there not yeah. a chance that she thinks that she's from Ayu? Uh, maybe, but the yeah. word has been passed to her from the onset that you were bringing uh, a, a jungle goblin in. Um, if she had sense. just seen Mata, she probably would have thought yeah. she was a city one, but yeah. Well, you see that. I uh, would like Joe... to do a little bow and like shuffle next to my, my buddy Sunny here, who's doing a, a fantastic acting job. I would like to give it a mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. I uh, stop. A 20 out of 20. And go to listen like I'm a little annoyed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry to bother you, but look, here's the thing. We know Dub saved all of our shit. Can't be throwing uh, Mata wolves here. I don't disagree with the uh, group traveling, though. Group traveling is good. 
I like wave him off. Uh, <laughs> do a little bow, annoyed like, but like shuffle back to the corner. You see, uh, that jungle goblin is a cleric and swore an allegiance to me. He wouldn't want to have upset the gods, you see, by turning them away. And I wait. Very wise. We would be more than happy to um, accept your offer of your contingency and you sending a group to escort us. I will uh, keep my goblin away from them. Considers. Hmm. You want to check? No, no, she's just trying to figure out who okay. to send you. She's offered you something Ooh. you've accepted. No checks needed. Um, who is she going to send with you to Solvang, to the Elven City? You've already got a cleric. You've already got a great warrior princess. Paula um, offended me. What, who else better? <laughs> yeah. Paula might be it. <sighs> Hmm. She will think on this, and she will present you with a, an appropriate entourage for the, the next day. Um, and she's just going to ask a little bit more questions about Arcadia. Is there anything else that you would like to get from her or know from her or um, anything like that? Because um, I'm feeling <clears throat> nice. I'll probably drop the lore about Imric McGarry from hmm. uh, Arcadia. Mm -hmm. And I'll kind of explain more in detail of what the brothers actually accomplished and what they did. Um, see. Yes, and she'll she'll listen to this. It, the stories of great heroes are something that she's very interested in. And she'll listen to the stories of these great heroes and their great deeds and the slaying of the dragon. And she will nod and say yes, yes, oh yes. Um, and then she'll tell you in exchange a story of the... Uh, which she is calling the Rangers of Yaka. Um, and she'll let you know that these fantastic warriors here carry, you know, uh, flaming weapons. Uh, they carry, just looking through these things, magical <laughs> hammers blessed by dwarven gods. They carry um, longbows that shoot through the night and shoot through the, the very spirits of people into their hearts. Um, and there is a, a monk who, with just a touch of his hand, can um, stun a person for minutes on end. I'll ask um, here, then. Are you only impressed with their strength? Um, if someone else came here with a stronger army, stronger people, would you follow them as well? Strength rules in the end. Regardless of what one wishes, the strong will always rule the weak. A wise if a foreign army or foreign hero arrived and tried to usurp me, I would see their heads 
lain beneath the seas. You know what we do here to traitors and liars, thieves, murderers, usurpers? We stake them in the sand at low tide, and we watch the tides roll over them bit by bit, letting them slowly drown one wave after another. If we're feeling especially cruel, we give them little reeds through which they can breathe to prolong their desperation. That is Back what I would do with a, with a usurper. Back home, if someone wanted my father's crown, they would have to fight him in single combat. The winner gets it. Hmm. Very civilized approach. I'm happy with that. I'll let that jingle around her head. Yeah. Well, that's going to be that. We're going to go to a short break, and when we come back, we'll do a little bit more of Empires of Arcadia. And not Empires of Arcadia, Rise of Gregus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are two empires that both claim to be the Empire of Arcadia, so it is sort of Empires of Arcadia, but you know. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes, and we'll see what the last segment of our chapter holds, or of our session holds. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Dragons Chapter 3. The party has been in IU. You've been communicating. It's seeming like it's time to move on. Um, you are going to be granted the additional protection of Umpala, who will help guide you to Solvang, the border city between humanity and the elves who live beyond the river. Um... And you're also granted, you know, as much time in IU as you want. You're free to spend your money and trade your gems and all that jazz here. Uh, gather more supplies, whatever you need. And then um, you can leave your raft behind. And <laughs> they will, well, if you're going to solving, then you're going to be put in a, a war canoe, a large canoe, mm. um, that has Umala, um, Umpala. Does it have, does it have outriggers? on one side okay which That's um good. will be taken off for the river part of the journey it's detachable um and you will be you'll go through the swamp then you'll go up the river towards solving and you're being told now ahead of time whatever it is that you want to do this that the river itself is sacred and it divides the elven lands from the non-elven lands and the north side of the river is the elven lands. And you're being told this with a very strict tone that the elves guard their homeland very jealously. They do not ask questions of people who make it to their side of the river. They just kill them outright. There's no whoops, I got on the wrong side of the river. Like if you're on the elven side of the river and they see you there, they just assume you're an enemy and will murder you on the spot. Um, and this is the just a friendly warning given to you by the Queen of Ayu that, like, whatever it is you do, never end up on the elven side of the river because they do not care. They will murder you. Cool. We're all on board. We, we all understand. Yeah. Excellent. So don't go in the river. Uh, well, you're, gonna, so you're actually going to travel outside. up the river. Uh, just don't go to the north side. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the river, it's fine. Once you hit the north side of the river, it's not so fine. If you're really lucky, 
and you stray too close to the north side of the river, they'll give you a warning shot if you're extremely <laughs> lucky. Um, but other times they just wait for you to land and then they pump you full of arrows and then take away your body. And no one's sure but what they okay do with the body. Um, you can travel... Or else they probably eat it. They might eat yeah. it. They're elves, after all. They are cannibals. Um, you Is can travel... There's always cannibalism. No, uh, I meant that there's a different species. Of cannibal elves? No, no, no. Species, if you... Cannibalism is eating your own oh, species. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. We're just going to yeah. call it cannibalism because the concept... Yeah, okay. The mm. Yeah. Connotation is still the same. Yeah, fair enough. They'll, 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 they'll chomp down. Uh, so, solving <laughs> is actually situated on the river. Like half the town is on one side and half the town is on the other side and there's like some bridges that cross it. Um, and so you're going to go up the, the the literal no man's land by boat because it's easy to do. Um, and then you'll park yourself in the town on the south side of the river and it'll be chill. It'll be mm. chill. That's the plan. And you're bringing Umpala and you're bringing a small group of Umpala's warriors who will come with you. And our goblin. Mm. And your goblin, yes. Um, your goblin, who is bribed with cheese, this delicious quesadilla concept. But how much cheese did you bring? It was like six pounds, 10 pounds of cheese. And how many pounds of cheese do you go through in a day? Like half a pound? So well, that got... depends if we have to do it every day. So if we're going to be real honest about it, we brought, uh, we brought about 10 pounds of cheese total. Um, so... I'm thinking that we don't do a quesadilla every day. We got to kind of like start spacing these out eventually. But you started doing a quesadilla a day, right? Sure. Yeah. Back when we were about to die. Yeah. We, we dropped one a day, which I, I accounted for inside of my math. Uh, and now we're down to, I'm going to go with, uh, every other day. We're going with six pounds of cheese. I think that's probably where we're at. That's probably reasonable. So that's what? Well, it's 24 days of quesadillas remaining. Um, sure. Yeah, like, something you know, like that. 12 days, but if you're doing it every other day, then it'll get you through the next month about. Yeah, uh, that's what we're working with right now, but we're going to math this out to where, you know, it's kind of like an exponential curve. If we go down, we're going to slow those much longer. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Every other day for now, but once you burn through the next half, then you double the length, and then once you burn through the next for, half, you double the yeah. length, and... Yeah, yeah. It's, it'll they'll last forever. We just do it the math side Got of it, it, right? Got it. Forever case it is. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Well, um, how much longer do you want to spend in IU? Is there anything else you want mm. to get out of this place? Or are you you're not coming back, right? This is mm. this is it. You're you're probably yeah, never gonna never return gonna go. to this place. So is there anything else you want so, to like? So I was in the shady part of town. That's really my big question for you here. And uh, oh, I was working yeah. on the shady part of town, and yeah. we were uh, meeting with the queen. So we kind of skipped over some of that there. Yeah, let's talk about uh, that then. Yeah, so how are the uh, the people who are on the uh, the whipping side of IU doing? You know, are they are they enjoying the communism, or are they uh, like, nah, I'm I'm done with this. Uh, I live in Colorado. On that. Yeah, well, like people everywhere. How do we say it? There's a certain portion of the population who is always content no matter what. There's a certain portion of the population who's always discontent no matter what. We've all met the person who has everything life has to offer 
and does nothing but bitch about everything in their path all the time, right? We, we all know these people. And I think we've also met people who have been handed a pretty fucking shitty hand in life and they face it with a smile and a, a hop in their step and have a good time, right? Mm-hmm. We got to really, right. we got to cut to it. We got to cut out these yeah. people who are always positive and negative and look at you know the the middle section that um, that indicates like what what people really feel like around here. Sure. I'm gonna need oh. I'm gonna need a charisma check from you to sort of locate these individuals in and amongst this foreign population. And yeah, you can find these folks. When you talk to them, you get the the opinion, the feeling that their opinions change with the setting and that they're not just assholes or impossibly happy, which also sort of makes them assholes. Impossibly happy people are assholes? Just a little bit. Because then, like, Mm. they make you feel bad for complaining about your life. And they're like, I've only got, you know, three fingers left. And I'm really happy with how everything is and how my life has turned out. And you're like, but I was unhappy because it was 32 degrees last night. Now I'm an asshole. Right. And so, a little chilly. you know, yeah. they're too nice. Unfair. They make you feel bad about yourself because you're not that nice. <laughs> Maybe I'm just projecting my own problems, but. No, 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 I understand. So like we're, we're talking with these people and like. Mm-hmm. Hank was always on the up and up and never did anything wrong. You know, everything was always very good in his life and nothing ever went bad, uh, mm-hmm. ever. Right. Uh, so are there any of these people who, like, are, uh, you know, I, I assume IU has some fishing levels to them? Oh, certainly, yeah. Um, a lot of fishermen in IU. Respected position fishermen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely people who always bring in all the right fish and never any of the wrong things, like, because there's nothing wrong that you bring in from the jungle, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They're always bringing all the the mm-hmm. upstanding fish and everything like that. Do we do we run into any of these kind of people? Yeah, yeah, we definitely do. Mm-hmm. We definitely do. Yeah, you you run into one such of these folks here while you're you're making friends with the the laborers. Okay. What would you like to do with this uh, person? Uh, well, you know, we just want to kind of talk and uh, become mutual acquaintances, you know? Just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, say hi. Here's who I am. Here's who you are. Like, obviously understand the uh, the line of work that you're in. I uh, I would never be in that line of work, but, you know, if, if I was and I was looking for somebody, you, you might be my friend. You know, if I needed to come back in here with uh, mm-hmm. something like uh, a bigger fish, you know, especially the fish that, you know, sometimes have swords for beaks or, you know, things like that. I'm sorry, I didn't follow, they say. What do you mean? Ah, so, you know, you are you come back in with all these fish, you know, these are always right. a lot of really good fish. Yeah. Know? And uh, sometimes, you know, over there in the, the other side of the world, sometimes some of the fish, you know, it's kind of crazy. They would swim through the water and, like, slash other fish with their, with their long long bills and beaks we call them swordfish so like if uh if i needed some swordfishes to come in here could you help me out they're on the other side though right uh they you know sometimes they need to come through the water uh into the land the fish come onto the land uh well through your boat yes you want me to fish swordfish on the other side of Bravo and bring it back here, but by the time I bring it back here, it will be rotten. 
Ah, you know, sometimes they are. But, you know, if I was able to fish some over here and bring them to you, could you get these swordfish onto, uh, onto the land? If, I, if you brought me a fish, could I bring the fish from the water to the land? Yes, without anybody looking at the fish. Uh, I would just... Yes? Is this a trick? Is this a riddle? It is a riddle, and you are doing a great job, sir. You are a 10 out of 10. Thank you so much for your time. I don't get it. Would you explain it? I could, but that would ruin the fun of the joke. Thank you, sir. And I'll walk away. Obviously, they walk away confused. No. Okay. Okay. Not the one I was looking for. Uh, Who are you looking for out. then? Maybe, maybe we should uh, roll another die. Roll another die. For a smuggler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're looking for a smuggler, but you're so, um, uh, not cagey, but like. You found a person who's too honest, and they don't understand the the metaphors and the the speaking between riddles. Um, mm-hmm. So you look around for another fisherman, right? Not another laborer. Um, laborer are the, the sort of disenfranchised people, but well, it seems I... like you're looking for the fisherman. Well, the disenfranchised people. I assume there were some people down there who were uh, looking for more than what they had been given in life, especially in a uh, mm. society where you know you're pretty hard pressed into where you're at. Well, so definitely, I was we could find some more. Um... Yeah, well, you can definitely find some of these laborers who are tired of walking the city and then just being yelled at to show up and do something and then going and doing it. Um, You know, being cold-called off the streets to go, like, help someone, you know, lift a beam and just hold it for a few minutes. And then the person goes away and, like, forgets about them and they spend half a day holding a fucking beam waiting for someone to return because that's their job. And the other person just makes turns it into a joke and laughs at them because you know the state pays for their time and not them yeah they're just fucking asshole yeah you can Mm -hmm. totally find people who are tired of that life sounds like they right so i was looking for more of an organization of those people somebody who's a little more ambitious and you know hanging out on that side of town Uh, i'm looking for the uh union leader uh yes well Luckily, that council of six does meet with the heads of every guild, every tribe, every um, caste, whatever you want to call it, because they're all the same in this situation. Um, and you can go to find the, the builder caste leader, who is exempt from the builder duties as long as they are the representative to the council. Um, and they but hear that's not... It's no. not quite the one I'm looking for. I want the person that they actually listen to, you know? So you got the guy you you have to listen to at work, right. and I'm looking for the one that you actually listen to, you know? Right, right. He's looking it's for the Tony people. Soprano. Yeah. <laughs> the Tony Soprano union leader. Okay, well, to find <laughs> this person, you're going to have to make friends, right? This person's not always super easy. It's going to take you maybe a week of getting to know people and understanding the particulars of these relationships since it's such a different dynamic. If you can delay the party by a week, you can absolutely find this person. You gotta sell it to the rest of the party, though. Alright, so here's what we're gonna do. So we started off on the, the first night. We're gonna we're gonna expedite this by more than a week. I can believe I can do this. 
So what's going to happen is we're going to start at the lower end of the taverns. It's the first place we went when we got here. All right. We didn't spend our time with the upper end. We got dragged back to the queen. We got dragged back multiple times, right? But we keep going back to the lower end of things. And we're going to use our powers of song and persuasion for all the people to uplift their spirits and find the people who are, you know, more immune to the uplifting, right? Because those are the people I'm looking for. They're already downtrodden and immune to the, uh, uh, what is it looking for? The higher lifting of the bullshit, you know? They don't need that anymore. They're on a better path. So those are the people I'm going to focus on after the song and dance are done. After everybody's drunk and tired and going home, I'm going to find those people and work on them. Instead of spending a week, I'm going to try to spend like three to four days. Does that make any sense? It does. Give me a charisma check at minus two, so a 23 on your charisma check. Okay, cool. I got a 20, so I'm good to go. Natural 20 is it. You say the right thing to the right person, and they're like, oh, Alexander? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somehow. I don't know how you did it with this natural 20. Um, maybe you well, just made just the right metaphor. The crowd. You know? Yeah. We worked the crowd. We found the right guy who's a little bit looser than the rest and, you know, happened to, like, push me down the line a little bit faster than he probably should. Maybe it's a yeah. cousin or an uncle or an aunt. Or... Yeah. We can roll a d10 to figure out if it's a man or a woman, I understand. Sure, it's, uh, it was a dude, yep, yep, and Alexander is also a guy, and, uh, that's how it goes, Alexander's the, he's an older builder, he's been around a long time, you know, he's, he's worked on every building in the area, he's not a builder, he's a, he's a laborer, you know, he's, he's done all the things, um, so, Sands I want to talk to Mr. Alexander, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus, um, that's a lot of wood, uh, so I'm gonna talk to, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to Alexander about what he's working on, and, uh, what I want to know Same thing as every day, whatever some jackass tells me to do. Well, you know, Alexander, that's pretty fucked up. You know, where we're from, that's not how this works. But, you know, I understand. I understand oh, it's the same everywhere, isn't it? You got the people who say what goes and the people who follow what goes. That's the That's the way of the world. A little bit. But, you know, you don't have to be stuck in where you're at all the time. You know, where we're from, people can kind of move a little bit. There's a little bit of, you know, if you're a little bit smarter, a little bit more, you can make it up a little bit. I ain't saying you make it to the top, all right? No one ever makes it to the top. You know this as well as me. But you can make it up off the bottom, you know? And I feel like y'all are being uh, pushed down here, always. If you can climb up, certainly you can fall down too, right? Ah, uh, that that can happen too, absolutely. But you know, mm. it's part of the part of the ladder. You know, you go up a couple rungs. Sometimes you got to come down a couple rungs. But mm-hmm. what's important is it's better than the boot that's standing on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. options are better than nothing. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, here I'm looking around and I see just kind of a big boot. So I just was kind of wondering. I'm looking around. I see, you know, there's people walking around all the time, but. How many people are really walking around doing helping those people out versus how many people are uh, throwing the throwing the boots, if you will? You're telling me, right? Well, down here at the bottom, it's all boots all the way up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm looking around, and you know, how would we put this? There's a lot of people who are being stepped on. Yep. Is there more people being stepped on than there are boots, or there's more boots than people being stepped on? Well, as they say, 
shit rolls downhill, you know? And uh, the, the person above me? Quickly. He's getting shit on all day long, and then he turns around and he shits on me. So I don't know how to quantify it, but I mean, everyone's getting shit on except for the person at the top. And everybody gets to shit on somebody except for the people at the bottom. And there's more people mm. at the bottom than there are on top. So I guess there's more people receiving the poop mm. than giving the poop. Does this make sense? It does. Everybody's it does. Shitting. So it's just everyone's just shitting. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all. That always happens. So I don't have a pot to well, shit in. That's unfortunate. I understand you, sir. So real, real quick here. So next time I come back, I was talking to a guy on the on the uh, piers earlier. Um, you know, yeah. over where I'm from, there's some swordfishes, and you know they they swim through the waters and they stab other fish, but they're hard to get into the port. You know, sometimes they just don't. They're too aggressive. The guards don't really like them. If they needed to come on in here, do you think that could happen with those people? You know, people who uh, how do you say uh? A little bit of poop, who are well, a little more unavoidable. Uh, people who don't want to deal with them, you know, and just let them come on in. Well, the thing about being covered in shit all the time is mm -hmm. that no one wants to get close to you. No one wants to That's smell you. No one wants to touch you. That's true. No one wants to look at you more than they have to. Sounds like a yes. Nah, that's good. Yeah, I understand. I hear what you're saying. Well, as long as we're on the same page here. I got a little bit more I got to do here before I can come back with uh, anything like that. But I was just wanting to make some, uh, some friends and some acquaintances around here, just in case it ever needed to happen. Uh, if I need to get in touch with you again, is there anything I could say or do to let you know who it was? You know, in the jungles, there's a beetle, dung beetle. It mm -hmm. uh, gathers up the shit of other creatures and rolls it home. If okay. I got a message, I had a dung beetle in a box. I think I'd know which friend of mine sent it to me, but I'd need to know a little more about what you want. This, uh, this promised land of upward social mobility sounds too good to be true. Well, sometimes some promises are too good to be true, and sometimes they're not. But, you know, here's the thing. Sometimes four people, or five if you count uh, other friends, that we don't count goblins. Blue on a sh <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to count them if you don't want to. It's okay. I they're the only people lower than me in this society, so we're definitely not counting them as people. Ah, that's fair. I understand. Uh, you know, well, sometimes a shipwreck's a shipwreck. Sometimes a shipwreck is, uh, boom, you're there. You know, just kind of different things happen. I would, uh, I'd be looking for a dung beetle. And, mm -hmm. uh... Mm -hmm. And, um... Doing you all these favors. Mm-hmm. What do I get? Well, I would imagine that uh, if someone tries to step on you without a foot, it makes a boot a lot less useful. See. I see. 
nods. He nods a few times, a few times more. Seems satisfied with the answers. Okay. Well, I, I look time, forward sir. to seeing you again in the future. Uh, well, we may not see, but I'll uh, I'll make sure the beetle finds your way. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I'll step on out and drunkenly walk through the streets wherever I need to go. All right. So the party. It's time to set off. Yeah. It's time to set off on the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're headed to Solvang next. One of the other towns here. Now, it took you a little while to get to Ayu. You'd done all the things you wanted to do to Ayu, apparently. Um, Let's just do one. That's not the right button. One last recap. Uh, Local alliances. You figured out how Ayu works, right? Someone someone explained to me the Ayu alliance power structure. Um, Let's start in reverse order with Daniel. How is the power structure in Ayu? Beyond the caste system, where the weak are subjugated by the stronger caste, um, you have the leadership, which is inherently the strongest person, is queen or king of mm-hmm. the area. Mm-hmm. So they respect power. So if you show them an overwhelming force of power, they'll join with you because that's what Yaka presumably did. Mm-hmm. Like their four great leaders, or whatever they're called, the rangers mm-hmm. of Yaka, um, their great strength is what led Ayu to join this empire of their so called empire. City, but <laughs> okay. Um, and let's do powerful individuals with Hank. Hank, who are the powerful individuals of Ayu? So you've got six people on a council who are underneath the queens, so that gives you a one to one to six power structure. Underneath that, you seem to have rangers who are underneath them who seem to work uh, off of the. Let uh, me rephrase. I think I phrased powerful individuals poorly because the power is. Oh. Who are the, like the greatest, most dangerous people in the area? Oh, most like dangerous that sort of people power, there? like combat power, like a lethality oh, power. Rangers for sure. Um, it sounded like the uh, guards were all goblins because of the information they gave. That does, that's probably not right, but that's what it kind of felt like based on mm-hmm. the information they gave. Uh, I, who knows? Okay. Who knows? But um, it seemed like the ranges were number one. Queen wasn't bad. Obviously, she made it to where she was based on some level of combat prowess. So, you think that she's you know, she's not lying to you that she's got some ability to to hurt someone? Well, there's no reason to underestimate her in a report. I mean, you overestimate her, you you dumpster, so mm-hmm. be it. But if you underestimate her and you get destroyed, you know that's a it's a sad life. Mm-hmm. So, um. We didn't get to see the six underneath her, but assuming that she's not lying and the rangers aren't lying, those six are probably not bad either. Yeah. On top of that, it seemed like you had more um, wizards and clerics than would be normally proportional. <sighs> yeah, it's a so, lot of spellcasters. If you're dealing with spellcasters, you kind of want to just um, almost nuke the area. But there's, I mean, that's not my, uh, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. my job. Not my All job. Right. Well, uh, Sonny, what about those that can undermine the establishment before the invasion? Did you find anyone here that could um, screw over the people of Ayu before you invaded? Um, I don't think Sonny found anyone that could screw over before they invade. I'm sorry, I keep saying invade. I mean reunify. That's what I. That's what I mean. Apologies. Yeah, I don't think Sonny noticed any of that. I think Sonny just noticed that 
if we show a big show of force here, mm-hmm. maybe we land at IU actually, that IU will fall in line. There will it will just be easy in Sunny's. So see anyone yet. The next question would be those who can switch sides and fight for Drekus during the invasion, that might be all of IU. Um yeah, I think you just gotta convince the queen and mm. IU will show up. Okay. Um, and Bill, kind of mm-hmm. running out of things here. Uh, you didn't find anyone that could provide supplies or aid. Not directly. Um, we figured out like how they make their supplies mm. for the local area, and we found out about. Um, and this kind of covers what we covered in the last break, but we found out like how IU operates, and honestly, like from a material standpoint. They do impressive things with what they have, mm-hmm. but on a technological comparative scale, what they have is not impressive. Right, right. Um, the so, dwarves that you've been talking to, do you? What? Do we, how do we feel about talking them? Talking about, yeah. Um, they are the only, or apparently the only ones that work with metal in this area, but we only have two data points mm-hmm. on that, mm-hmm. and that's the halflings and Ayu. So who mm-hmm. knows? Um, but the elves highly, highly isolated, uh, very rumored to be very unfriendly. Very uh, unfriendly not trying yeah. to test that rumor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so pretty classic for elves. Elves back in Drekus are pretty, or Eridon, Arcadia are pretty unfriendly. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it may just be like that where it's like, we've conquered the whole island. We just don't mention the fact that we didn't leave, that we left the elves alone. Right, right. And mm. no one will probably notice. Mm-hmm. And they probably won't care either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So my guess is it'd be like that. Okay. Um, um, and we last... haven't met the dwarves okay. yet, so we don't know. Cool. Last question for the whole party. And I'm going to ask you this question a few times over the course of the adventure. Um, and hopefully your opinions will change. Maybe not. Who knows? What do you think is the most valuable thing here in Bravo? Nothing. It's not Nothing. worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> the right. overwhelming amount of magic. Ah. It seems interesting that there's so many uh, spellcasters and innate sorcerers. Generally, yeah. you see a lot of them on Arcadia. Uh, absolutely none. I think it could be really cool for Drekus to use these sorcerers to their advantage. Mm. Is that a resource magic that blood. might be able to be leveraged in the future? I think the magic blood could be. All right. Little Maybe. Drakissian breeding program. Mm. We'll just oh. have to see if this is a an IU thing or a whole Bravo thing. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. Because if it's a whole Bravo thing, then absolutely. But mm. if it's an IU thing, it's like... It'd still be used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could still gotcha. be useful at a... Yeah. Not a moderate thing, but it might just be like an outlier very, in IO. Yeah. If yeah. it is an outlier, like let's be real here, you you'll dilute it pretty quick. Okay. Well, that's gonna wrap us up for today's Rise of Drekus, chapter three. Um Echoes of the Ancients. We're gonna be back next week, God's willing, for another session. So thank you everybody mm-hmm. for being here, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. See you.